What's up, everybody? It is I, going on? Sigma. <laughs> I am once again joined for the BBET Gamescast episode 9 with Blue Bones. It's your boy. And Superman Jeff 12. Hey. And we are back once again to give you that sweet gaming news and information. Um, first off, as always, we'd like to start with what we've been playing. Um, yeah. Jeff, why don't you start? What, what games have you oh, been uh, getting into uh, this week? I've been playing uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Right. When did that come uh, out? Came out on Friday. It's past Friday. Okay. Yeah. So uh, how are 19th. you liking it? It's, it's pretty good. Um, I mean, I love how it looks. It's, it's a beautiful game. Um, they added some new layers to it as far as, like, uh, enhancing your characters a little bit further with, like, uh, isotopes and stuff like that. What is um, what is that? Sto- <laughs> so, like, uh, if you ever played, like, uh, Marvel Heroes? No. That was, like, was the a PC to- one, right? The- it was on... It actually, it was started on PC. It was on Xbox and PlayStation 4. It was a free-to-play game. Okay. Um, where you played as different Marvel Heroes, something like that. So, pretty much, you take these isotopes, let's say strength, and you can give the attribute of strength to another character and enhance their strength. So, it's- so they're calling it isotopes, but that's just... That's just the in-game like in the Marvel for, like, universe. They had isotopes. It's kind of like because uh, isotopes are a real thing in like yeah yeah like they had them in Marvel, phys- but like, like weird physics. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They're, they're just like little crystals in, in in the game. They're like crystals that you okay. can kind of enhance further. But um, so they had a different layer to that. The combat's pretty cool. Um, the 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 storyline's actually uh, a unique storyline. This is not a storyline they used before, even though it is following the Black Order. Yeah, it doesn't fold out Thanos the same thing, way the movies right? and stuff folded. Um, also, um, only thing got well, two things I would say that kind of need a little bit of work are the camera angles. It's like okay. over the head, uh, isometric yes. view, right? But it's a uh, closer in than the other ones. Okay, uh, so it's like, like a, a little bit closer in. It's not bad, but like you were able to move the camera around, but in certain instances you can't really move it around to be beneficial to you so like some corners i go around i can't really turn it or anything like that um another thing is it doesn't feel as uh, uh i'm not gonna say dark it doesn't feel as serious as the first one first you know you mean like in first they just stopping like bank robbers versus someone trying to kill the <laughs> destroy the world or no they're still trying to destroy the world but like uh for example in the, i remember the second one i believe it was like you had a rest of Nightcrawler from Mephisto, and he was in hell. Like, stuff like that. So this one's a little like bit more... A little light-hearted and uh, A little bit lighter. Yeah. Like, are the joking. characters, like, telling jokes and stuff, no? Yeah, yeah, I mean, you got Hawkeye telling Oof. jokes. You're, you know, you got that banter from, like, Tony Stark, that type of stuff. And they're saying that wasn't the case in the earlier ones. Like, they weren't as jokey or light It wasn't as jokey, exactly. <clears throat> it could, it <clears throat> could be the influence of the MCU, which ha- which be. has been you know known to be almost as comedy like as it is you know serious and action packed. Serious, yeah. So yeah, to yeah, try yeah. to mimic that, maybe they did maybe go for a lighter tone. So I don't yeah. know. I mean, maybe like some I people said, it's not bad. Combat's good and the story's pretty good, so it's it's pretty good. I mean, I'd recommend it. I gave it like an eight point five, um, but I'm still early on, so that could change. Could get okay. could go up, could go down. Um, aside from that, uh, just more uh, Mortal Kombat. We're playing some Mortal Kombat 11. Right. Bruh, yeah. If you notice, we played that on stream. On your stream, fam. Mm-hmm. I was rolling. Yeah, it was you... some pretty funny uh, matchups, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> we were having I... some fun with that. I haven't seen, I haven't 
taken the time to watch too much uh, Mortal Kombat 11. So when I saw it on your stream, I saw you playing the collector. I'm like, that's a cool character <laughs> yeah, design. Cool. I think I yeah. said it like three, four times in your stream. Mm-hmm. Like, I was doing some work and I'm going back and forth. And I'm like, that's a really cool character. Yeah, he's pretty cool. I've never seen him before. I, mean, I think I he's new. Like yet. 11 is yeah. his debut. Like a new character, yeah. But and like, I when think he, he beats dumb, a person, if you, don't, if you don't finish it like fatality him or anything, he actually takes their body and stuffs it in his backpack. Yeah, and you'll see him that's... walking away. You'll just see his boots, their boots hanging out. <laughs> and they're like, his fatality. He'll rip them to shreds, take yeah. his head off, put it in his bag, and then keep I going. I saw that, man. Yeah, he's pretty cool. I like him as a character. Um, it was, I was a little worried about finding the main when I got it just because I used to play Ermac and he's not in there. So I'm like, uh. I do feel like the character pool is a little bit light. Um, I'm hoping. Yeah, I think it's like 25. I did. Yeah, right it, it's like nowhere near as many that were in uh, 10. So I'm like, okay. Let's see how this goes. So I do want to give uh, Raiden a try. I did pick up Blue Kane, but I do enjoy the Collector. I think I'm going to main him. I just got to get a little bit more work in with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I was using that stupid controller because I like to use the D-pad. Mm-hmm. Yes, me too. I like to use the D-pad. Me too, I, so I know exactly which direction I'm exactly. pressing. Exactly. Now, with that controller, it was like uh, the D, left on the D-pad doesn't work, so I had to go with the, uh, the analog. Ooh. So it took a little bit getting used to, but um, it, it was fun. We had some fun, some... Uh, uh, I think a few people came out, and it was you know we had some laughs, and um, it was good practice. Yeah, that's what's up. I yeah, always that- love when we do fighting games on the stream, uh, mm-hmm. especially with people that we know or even other people. It feels like the dojo, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Going in there, you're uh, getting your fights and learn new strategies, uh, learn how to read people. It's always fun, especially on stream when you can get that live feedback. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's the next best best thing to couch. And it was cool because. It gave me a little bit of edge because nobody plays the collector. I mm-hmm. feel like people sleep on him. So yeah. a lot of his moves, people weren't expecting. Like yeah. that freaking uh, whatever that is. A little, the little, uh, what's it called? Whatever, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's like a, little, like, with a chain the on it. like a ball at the end. Oh, the, yeah, okay. The, you was like, you were like swinging it. Yeah. At people that thing stuff. is very <laughs> useful because of the reach it has on it. It's like ridiculous. When it flows blue and then hits that mm-hmm. low. Yeah, I've seen that, man. I've seen that. That was cool. So, stuff. so, so that, that, that was fun. Almost made me pick it up that day. Right. I was I was like, oh, maybe I should play more Mortal Kombat. <laughs> but the thing is, like, when I, I played the last one, I just games. stopped. We all, uh, that's yeah. what happens. Like, if I don't have people I play it with, I, w- I won't play it alone anymore. Right. Like, I'll practice. So, Caliber 6. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys, guys right. kind of dropped that off. I mean, I I'd go back to it. I love so Cal. It's just there's just so many games. Like that's that's the thing with fighting games that aren't Smash Bros. <laughs> is that there's yeah. so many other games. So many. Games. I'd go I back to Soul Calibur Six though. If I do but, a Soul Calibur stream, I'm gonna hit you up. But that's all I've been playing. All right, uh, Blue. What have you been uh, gaming on? Final Fantasy 14, as usual. Um, I right. think you guys saw. Yeah, I watched. I'm you the did you very end? end? No, there's still like one more thing, right? We got one more thing, um, mm. and I don't want to give too many spoilers on the podcast. You got to come through the stream, honestly. It is such a live story at the end of it, and everything is just this grand buildup to the main villain. And I love this main villain. He's honestly, he became one of my top five antagonists, video game antagonists of all time. Yeah, it's super dramatic. He, like he made compelling yeah. points that made the the heroes sit there and yeah, kind of think like, about. Huh. Maybe so he's not fighting this guy. <laughs> Those are always the best villains, the one who can yeah. actually say, hey, you know, what yeah. he's doing actually kind of makes a little bit of sense. Yeah. But he's going about it the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. you can right. understand and sometimes even support 
their motivation. It's like, you know what? Yeah. You guys don't see eye to eye, so you got to fight because there's no other way to get around this. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, you got the whole hero squad. You got your character and then all the NPC, the main NPCs. And half of them are like, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not just going to take it and sit down. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, I- I'm enjoying that. And I'm trying to get every bit of it on stream. Um, and that's just kind of been slowing me up. The first time I went through this last dungeon, um, we had a really bad healer. Sorry about that. We had a really bad healer. And then... Um, you didn't have to call me out like that. That was me. <laughs> no. <he's> a- <laughs> um, and, yeah, we were at a really bad healer. Couldn't get through it, dungeon. And then we had to uh, we had to quit. I got a pop-up stream the next day, I think it was. And we knocked it out. It was a lot of fun. I had some people that I knew with. And so now we got the last little bit of it. The final fight mm. um, coming up. And that's that's going to happen next week. So. Oh, yeah. We got to see that. Yeah, I'm going yeah. to into that see how that goes. Most definitely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, on top of that, I've just been... Um, I did a little bit of Forza, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Switched up a little bit. We were trying to prep for that free for all that, unfortunately, fell through. Right? Yeah, because That's Forza ridiculous. forces you to play a whole lot of campaign. Of the video I watched said about six hours of campaign. Approximately six hours before of campaign. you can unlock the ability to just play with your friends online, or even play online in general. I think like you can't even do solo stuff online until. Mm. You yeah, played up to a certain point in the story, which I understand in some games where, you know, there's maybe there's a bit of tutorial. There's some stuff you need to understand or they don't want to throw you into like a hyper competitive thing without you yeah. knowing how to even play the game. But it's like that's usually only maybe 10, 15 minutes at most an hour. Like Overwatch, for example, you got to play maybe about an hour to get to a certain rank before you can do competitive. Exactly. You know? yeah, but yeah, like yeah. just to play online, period. Six hours. That's kind of crazy. That's that really ridiculous. upset me. So I haven't played um, much Forza myself, even though I was planning on it. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean that game is gorgeous. Yes, Let's, let me is. let me start there. That game is gorgeous. That intro sequence is amazing, um, visually. And then when I went back onto it, I had a save file from before, and I saw my nice little blue car. I can't remember which one it was. I got. I just know I look for looks when it comes to racing games more than anything. <laughs> I mean, that's half the the joy of just car culture is like all oh, the cars fast, looks amazing. But- it looks good. It yeah. got flames on the front, so. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, yeah, so that was a lot of fun. Um, and I'm sure we're going to talk about this this Gears 5 thing. Right, the Gears 5 that, tech test. That we kind of <laughs> put some time in. Um, I, uh, I'm i not impressed yet. Not yet. Well, with Gears? Okay, say... we'll, we'll, we'll go back to Gears in a second. Yeah. Real, real quick, I'm just going to go into... Uh, yeah, my bad. What you got, Sigma? Within a week, uh, I fell really hard back into Monster Hunter World. Like I noticed that. Um, <laughs> I've been, that like, was I've been, fun. Yeah, I've been that craving to play that for a long time now and just haven't gotten back into it. Or like I would log in and be like, I don't remember anything that I was doing. And then like maybe <laughs> do like a really weak monster hunt and like kill it because like I'm so overpowered and then just log off because it really didn't do anything to advance me. <laughs> yeah. But um, I hopped on with one of our um, Xbox chat uh, friends, Meat Hero. <clears throat> and um, the stuff that I wasn't wrapping my head around, uh, he was, you know, just reminding me. So yeah. then it started clicking. I was like, oh, okay, I was trying to do this. Oh, I was trying to do that. Oh, yeah, I had this preset armor thing here. Oh, I was working towards this. So all of it came back, and then all of a sudden I had that motivation again. Like, oh, this is what I need to do. I need to attack these monsters. I need to craft these things. And I was just back in it, like, hardcore. Like, that hardcore. game is, honestly, 
Monster Hunter World is exactly what Fantasy Star Online used to be. Like, like when I really started wow. thinking about it, like the way, like how deep I was into Fantasy Star Online is Monster Hunter World. Like, it's the same game. It's just a different aesthetic around it. Like, you, you know, like the fact that you have a palico that you take care of. That's the exact same yeah. thing as the mag. The mags, yeah, yeah. you would feed it all this stuff to get it to do these things that would then <laughs> no, help I you. I loved that feature. Like, that's basically you're taking care of your palico is kind of doing that for you. The yeah. the prepping stuff is new, but I like it. Like it, like there's so much strategy involved outside of just the actual the hunt. Yeah, hunting mechanics, and then mm-hmm. the hunting mechanics Fun are amazing. Like they're fan. Yeah. It's like you're literally learning. It's like uh, For Honor, where you have to learn the character. Like you learn mm-hmm. a weapon in the same way. Like if you go in with a weapon, you have no idea how to use. Maybe you'll smack the monster a couple of times, but you're not maximizing your ability to do much damage at all. And it's like, and time is against you too, because if yep. the monster gets tired, he's gonna leave the area, right? <laughs> so if you're not efficient, why are you out there? You're just wasting time and yeah. and materials. Yeah, we had some fun with that. I mean, I was, it was hard for me to kind of I hopped in with them for a little bit too, and it was right, like, yeah. what do I do? How do I do this? Again? <laughs> yeah, it's like you really <laughs> kind forget of thing, a lot. You're able to fill some things in, and it was fun. I mean, hunting with friends is always the best. Is always fun. Um, I actually maybe want to start playing it again. To kind of get ready for the uh, the Iceborne DLC, right? The Iceborne DLC. We should play together. We should definitely. But Blue, yeah, you need to catch up. Level? Yeah, you like. I do need to catch up. <laughs> like I you... played it on the P4 initially, and uh-huh. I was end game and everything like that. So now, oh, okay. it's, that's why it's so slow for me to come back up because I'm like, I've been through this, been there, done that. I know I got crappy gear. I'm not surprised by the new things that I'm getting, <laughs> and I know that it's close to impossible to link up with your friends during the story. In a timely fashion. Yeah, like I think we can join you because we've already seen those cutscenes. Yeah, but he has to. We have to keep waiting until after he's done his cutscenes. Seen the cutscenes. Yeah, you can't really skip past it and da 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 da. So, but I've always said that Monster Hunter World is like the anime that I always wanted. (laughs) 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 Like the action feels really good. I play the Insect Glaive, and I I think you do too, right? Yeah, I, I use it some. Bro, I love that jumping on people and uh you know shooting your little thing and getting the different buffs and yeah. powered up and yeah like it's That's like you're 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 juggling so many things to make that weapon work as best as it can like and you're top super of, mobile right you know what i mean you, I, you, I think you have the most vert vertical distance of, of the other Probably. um yeah i don't, I don't the think weapon. there's anything else that gets up that high or moves that so, far Everyone is dodging left, right, back, forward, and with the insect glaive, you're also jumping up to dodge things, which is super cool that you can do that. The hitboxes are super tight on that game, and it makes it feel so real. <laughs> you like that? Super tight. <laughs> so, um, I've also been playing another game for a review that's going to come out, um, I want to say, probably Monday. So, this, this podcast will probably be out by the time it's out. Mm-hmm. But it actually released previously on the PS4 anyway. It's this game called Vane. Um, it's made by former team Ico developers, so people who made Ico and Shadow of the Colossus, and then um, The Last Guardian. Uh, some folks who I guess splintered off from that team at some point made their own kind of indie, thought-provoking thing. Like, the closest thing I can compare it to is that other PS4 game, Journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but game. this game is gorgeous. It has a couple of hiccups, but I honestly enjoyed it quite a bit. To, and it's surprising, because, like, there's no dialogue. There's no words anywhere like you don't know what's happening there's a lot of weird things that are taking place but they don't tell you overtly what's even going on you just kind of move from one sequence to the next and then at the end of it you're just like 
okay, that was a game. <laughs> like, I, that was a game. But even so, even though it was that, like, vague and and abstract, like, I still felt like I kind of enjoyed what was there. So that actually surprised me because usually I'm not, I'm not into games that are that big. Like, I want to I wanna get some kind of understanding at the end of it. And this one kind of yeah. just left me scratching my head. But it, it still kind of conveyed a lot of positive and negative wow. emotions. But it felt like they, it was on purpose. You know, huh. so that that's kind of what I got out of it. Like, I felt like they designed certain things to make you feel a certain way. And I was kind of just falling into the trap all the way through. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I appreciated what what it was. So <clears throat> that was interesting. But uh, other than that, yeah, uh, last night or yesterday, I think the Gears 5 tech test went live. Yeah. So if you ordered, if you pre-ordered the game, or if you signed up for Game Pass Ultimate, which is their combination of uh, Game Pass, Xbox Live, and Game Pass for PC, you got access to this tech test. And it's just multiplayer stuff, no story-related stuff. But um, they let you check out some of the modes, but um, it's I wanted to check out the escape mode, which is like the newest thing that Gears mm-hmm. is uh, showing, but it's kind of like a, a random playlist. It looked like oh okay yeah so like you hop into the random playlist and then they just throw you into whatever so i couldn't pick escape outright um but they put me into like two deathmatch matches and it felt like standard gears with the exception of i think it was an arcade variant so they didn't have the nasher shotgun mm-hmm. um and it i'm kind of mixed about this because and the thing is, since I didn't get to see what the regular competitive looks like, I don't know if this is like a permanent change or just kind of an arcade variant. But you have to do things in the match. Like you get kills, you get assists, you get, um, you know, pickups and stuff. And you accrue points in like the top corner. And once you have a certain amount of points, you can press the Y button and then you can see there are certain weapons you can then upgrade to. So you don't pick up stuff off the map anymore. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty new then. Yeah. So yeah. as you play the game, you get points. And then you can pick better weapons to use in the game. But you kind of earn it out. Yeah, so the better you do in the game, though, then the faster you earn points and the better weapons you get. So this is kind of that repeating cycle where if you're already really good, you get tools to make you even better against people better. who maybe aren't doing so good. It's steamrolling. Yeah. yeah. You get exponentially harder to kill. Right. And you were already hard to kill, which is allowing you to get. So I'm not sure I like that. Um, and it is a tech test, so I'm wondering. Um, if you go to their forums to actually report this kind of stuff, if it's something that they'll maybe listen to, but mm-hmm. um, I was you know listening to people, other people online talk about you know their experience while they were playing and stuff, and it's, another guy basically said like, oh, this is just arcade, and in competitive, you know, the shotgun and stuff is all there. So I don't know if that also means all the weapons are back on the ground and stuff, and it's like regular Gears of War four. But, probably um, it's probably just that arcade variant. Right. Yeah. That's that's probably what I'm thinking. But that was all I really got to touch and. Other than those tiny changes, it felt a whole lot like Gears. <laughs> like, they added, like, a melee uh, with a knife as opposed to, like, the weapons, it seems like. Oh, okay. And the chainsaw, um... They, uh-huh. Sorry, I, was, I just wanted to say that, um... I don't know if... I don't think they had it in Gears 4, but there's a counter to uh, some of your melee attacks. So, if someone's doing the mantle towards you, that mantle melee... You can counter that and drag them down, which is yeah, cool. Yeah, that was like, in there. Okay, so, um, like I thought that there was like a, a one-two combo to knock them down melee-wise, and then you can go into the execution. I thought it was. I thought that segment was was pretty interesting. It looked. It all looked clean as heck too. 
yeah, the game looks uh, great. Yeah. But it feels so familiar. And I, I f- like um, the Coalition, the, the Gears devs, mm-hmm. um, they really, like, since they took over the franchise for Gears 4 was their first uh, Gears game, mm-hmm. They I've heard interviews where they said, like, they wanted to be careful not to change too much because they're basically taking over the baby from yeah. um, Epic or whatnot. And they don't want to alienate the fans or alienate the franchise and stuff. Uh, they want to they want to prove to people that they can do a Gears game, which they did. But it was more of the same, so it kind of became background noise. So with this one, they're like, okay, well, we proved we can do a Gears game. Now we want to kind of put our own spin on it. And so far, I'm not seeing what that spin is. Like maybe in the, in the single-player story, they're trying to do more outlandish and new things. But as far as multiplayer goes, so far it seems like more of the same. And honestly, that's probably what most people want who are you know big Gears fans. Yep. So, But for me... I still need to see a lot more. Like, it didn't really wow me. But it is a tech test. Like, it's not there to basically show you what's coming. It's there to kind of just test their service, so. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, I have, uh, you know, some of you on it. I felt like a lot of it was Gears 4. I did enjoy the um, little training mode they had you do before, the boot camp. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, I thought the banter was cool. The visuals were nice. Um, and I liked how... It, it kind of made sense why you were going through that. You know, um, like Briar is his name, I think. He was trying out um, new. Oh, he was, you know, just trying to. Beard, yeah. He was. Um, he had the little. Briar. Uh, I don't. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I'm not. A, if you haven't noticed, I'm not a huge Gears head. Um, but I can appreciate the good game. I can appreciate a good game, if, even if I don't like it. Yeah, that, that world is actually like. It, it's it's a lot. De- I feel like we talked about this before, but the Gears yeah. universe is a lot deeper than people than it looks like yeah, on the surface. Yeah, a lot mm-hmm. more emotional. Than right. Yeah, and like the, the characters expect. have a lot more personality than you would think by just looking at them. Like they look like big meatheads and stuff. But like yeah. Baird is Baird is like really funny, and he's the smart guy. Yeah. Like he's yeah, like the tech yeah. guy and stuff. <clears throat> he's really funny. Coltrane is like outlandish. He's hilarious and stuff. Mm-hmm. Marcus and Dom's you know friendship and stuff. But like these newer characters, honestly, I don't know them that well because I never finished the Gears Four campaign. Like it, it was just maybe I will go back to it. Like especially before five comes out, which is not that far from now. No, it's pretty you soon. Know. So I mean, five, to me, uh, I don't want to see a change in most stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, being like Gear Four, there, there's nothing wrong with that. What I would like to see is some new weapons, some new enemy types. Um, as far as PvP goes some new modes i mean the modes are really fun they had like dodgeball and mm-hmm. and guardian and stuff mm-hmm. like that and those those game modes are pretty fun i'm hoping that with pvp we kind of just don't change it too much yeah, add some variants like to, yeah, to game types because um, i haven't tried it yet but i'm gonna try it today um some different weapons some different maps mm-hmm. um and some different um choices as far as um customization um yeah, the not, card system. Yeah, I hope I, they get I, rid of that entirely. Yeah, I didn't see anything. I don't really anything. care for it because you can just keep buying pack, getting packs, getting packs, and never get the the actual character that you want. I would more like more maybe like a if you're gonna have that, make it possible to use some of that gold to actually buy the character. The that specific you wanna, thing that you yeah. want. <laughs> yeah. Um, that actually reminded me. Um, I did notice, um, and again, this could just be that variant, that arcade variant, but the different characters you pick have different attributes. Like there was a guy oh, who wore cool. who wore sunglasses, and it said that um, he was like 
less affected by like stun from like I guess like flashbangs or whatever. Uh, and I like didn't one catch of the you didn't see that. But one of the five characters that. you picked uh, apparently like he's like slightly faster, like he moves quicker, especially in sprint and stuff. Oh, I like that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So and they, and they have different uh, starting loadouts. So like you'll pick a character and they'll start with the chainsaw bayonet, but you'll pick a different character and they start with like the hammer burst or something. Hmm. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's kind of like, like the, separating uh, them into more class type or at least just slightly different versions of that standard gear soldier. Yeah. So I don't know if that I sticks like that. around. Yeah, that's actually a pretty good idea, actually. I did. It like reminds the... me kind of like Rainbow, the way Rainbow Six does certain things as right. far as different characters with loadouts. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what Blue was trying to get out this whole time. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, hey. I was going to talk about Siege. Uh... <laughs> I beat you to it. <laughs> Did you though? <laughs> do, you, do you play Siege? No, no. no oh, okay. No. I well, I did. So that's why I was, you know, letting you know. What? Uh, okay, we'll talk about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, I mean, did you guys have anything else you want to add about Gears Five in general, or the tech test specifically? No, but I'm gonna try it today, and uh, we'll probably get you some feedback on the next podcast to let you know anything YouTube. if we if we had any more updates about it. Okay. Yeah, I think it, it's done today. Duh. Or is it Monday? Uh, I know. I, I think it was supposed to be just this weekend. I thought it was like a longer than a weekend. I could be I wrong. Yeah, right. we'll, have to we'll get some info on that. Gonna play today. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's it for what we've been playing. Yeah. Um, we're gonna move into our topics. First on the docket. Uh, honestly, there hasn't been a lot of gaming related news. Uh, still post E three. It's the summertime. Things are kind of. Yeah. Uh, What's the Get word I'm looking for? Things are kind the, of slow. Everybody's got their head down. You know, they're grinding on the games that they got. But it is San Diego Comic-Con season. Like, that's I going miss- on right now. So we've been getting a ton of news about nerd-related media. Like, just movies, yeah. TV shows, stuff like that. <clears throat> um, but just before that stuff, we actually had two trailers drop uh, for Netflix mm-hmm. shows. Well, one is a Netflix show. My bad. The Witcher show. <laughs> we talked about it a little bit last week. Um, Jeff, you're a big Witcher fan. What did oh, you man, think so of the actual trailer? It looked great. Um, so apparently they're going to follow the the short stories. They're not going to. They have some aspects of the game, but they're going to follow the stories, the novels, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of tells the story of how um, elves were the original inhabitants of, let's just say, Earth. Um, Humans and uh, demons and stuff came after, um, and the the elves kind of taught the humans how to use magic or yeah. manipulate the chaos yeah. or whatever it is. And um, what happens is the humans then turned on the elves. Backfired, yeah. Yes. Yeah, you never trust humans, man. They always you never trust the humans, <laughs> man. Um, so uh, <laughs> it's most likely it's gonna kind of without spoiling anything. It's probably gonna go into how. Maybe a faction of elves are kind of gonna want revenge, working with the demons, As they something. Yeah, <laughs> they should. Yeah, so, <laughs> very <who knows>. understandable. <laughs> but it looks aesthetically, it looks amazing. Um, Henry Cavill actually looks pretty good as Geralt. Um, I mean, I I haven't played The Witcher. I've seen The Witcher a bunch, but Henry Cavill doesn't he look a little too big. <laughs> no, Geralt's pretty. Is he busted. like is he like that big? Because they showed yeah. they showed Henry Cavill with his shirt off, and I'm like, yo, this guy is mad is buff. Gar- <laughs> this dude is Garrett a monster. Is like, jeez. 
Like he must, like they must have filmed this like right after Superman. Yeah, he up. looks bigger he than he did yeah. in Superman. Like he looks like he I looks mean, bigger than he was in Superman. Even if you've seen him in Mission Impossible, he was big. Yeah, Jeez, he was he, a big dude. He's been he's been showing off a lot on social media his gains. Uh, yeah, let that man yeah. rest. But Gerald is a big dude. Gerald is uh, yeah. he's, he's not a small guy. So I mean, I definitely recommend playing The Witcher if you haven't. But once again, problem is too many games. This is a game that's going to kind of take some time. Right. Um, I played it, got pretty far towards the end of it, and um, my disc stopped working. Bruh. Like, oh, I'll buy the Game of the Year edition instead of buying the DLC separately. So I saved it and carry over. I was about to say, it's like, okay. I was so peed. <laughs> that is, that is so messed up. I've been slowly getting back towards the end, but I definitely want to do the DLC. It's fun. But The Witcher's... The Witcher has a very, I think you said this about Gears, it's very deep. It has a very, very rich lore about it. Because mm-hmm. think about it, it has monsters from different um, origins, different um, customs that are kind of intertwined into there. And there probably is some mixes on their, on their uh, strengths, their weaknesses, what mm-hmm. they are, how they look. Um, but like Jen- Jennifer and... Um, Trish, they look pretty cool, and I see that they're going the route towards Siri, which is one of the um, characters from the game. You mm-hmm. actually see the young girl in the, the trailer, so they're going that route, and it looks very, very good. They must have had a pretty big budget for this because yeah, some looks, of the special effects in there actually looked pretty impressive. Because <laughs> there's a lot of magic. I mean, witches don't use magic; they use um, signs and alchemy and stuff like that. Alchemy, yeah. So. It's going to be a very, 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 very good series, I believe. And I think um, that's kind of what you guys are going to see once it comes out. What did you guys kind of think of it? Because uh, pretty much Blue, you're in between. You've played some of The Witcher? So, okay. Um, I've watched a lot of footage of The Witcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Witcher 3. I've had it recommended to me by a lot of my good friends. You know, you got those trusted friends that, mm-hmm. like, if they say something's good, you're like, I know what everyone else is saying, but I trust you. Yeah. Right. I've had some of those cats um, say it's an amazing game. I definitely need to try it. Um, especially because I was a huge fan of Dragon Age Origins. Um, and so it was kind of like along that same fantasy um, RPG with a little bit more action. So, um, all that to say, no, I haven't played it yet. <laughs> <laughs> But I watched this trailer, and this trailer made me want to buy it today. Oh, really? Yeah. 30 bucks. It made me want to play The Witcher 3. Knowing that I've had such great recommendations for it already, and this this trailer looks amazing. Like you guys said, the special effects look great. And the way that they already kind of told everything that Jeff just said in the trailer, they say, look, this is the plot. This is what's about to happen. Watch and enjoy the ride. I like I like what's going on so far. This I don't feel like this trailer gave away too much. I've I'm super interested interested to see who the Witcher is exactly and how he's navigating and what his role is in this whole human elf conflict. So yeah, let's do it to it. Um I'm I think it also looks good. Mm-hmm. Um my my whole thing with The Witcher is I know how much of a time sink that game is, and I I'm just <laughs> afraid to get sucked into it. Like it's the same. Yeah. It, was the, it was the same thing with like Diablo and some of these other games. Whereas like if I know that the commitment is like just super hefty, I'm like you know what, I'm not gonna even fall into that trap because I know that there's all this <laughs> other stuff that I haven't touched yet and that I can get to and actually yeah. finish. Um, so I won't I won't say that 
it made me want to go back and play the game. Like, kind of mm-hmm. listening to you guys talk about the game makes me want to go play the game. But the trailer itself, yeah. honestly, it makes me... I'm excited about it because for someone who hasn't played the game, I can finally learn about The Witcher, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that's a much yeah. more passive way to actually get into that world and stuff. Can I ask you a question? Felt about Castlevania. Yeah, go ahead. Did it, did it do a good job of kind of uh, gaining your interest as from somebody who hasn't played the games? Did it do a good job of kind of catering to that I would, audience? I don't... Like, if I didn't know that The Witch, if I didn't know it was a TV show based on that game, I probably wouldn't, I don't think it would be as interesting, to be honest. Like, someone who doesn't I... know anything about, like, maybe if they were just a fantasy fan in general, maybe, but, like, outside of, like, that heavy nerd culture, like, if you just saw that and was like, huh, like, if, I, I don't know if it I would pull you in. I think that trailer was dramatic enough to pull me in if I didn't know The Witcher was a game. But I if, feel like but that trailer but you was like, you're like a fantasy fan. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah like, I, right. like I personally, like stuff that's just fantasy, that's not a thing for me. Like there has to be something else involved. Yeah. So the fact yeah. that I know that The Witcher is an amazing game series made by this amazing mm-hmm. game development studio, that's the only reason why I wanted to even check out the game. Like I don't care that it's a fantasy setting. I care that yeah. apparently it's an amazing game. So okay. now that Absolutely. they're doing a show about that game, that's my interest. It's like, okay, this is a video game thing i want to see how well they translate the video game into a story the fact yeah, that it's that, fantasy is like secondary so if you're not into fantasy i i wonder if how good that looks to you okay i could hmm. see that but yeah you know that's kind of that was exactly my thing with uh stranger things you right. know what i mean mm-hmm. i'm not into that kind of uh sci-fi horror necessarily but i can see it's it's an amazing show okay i actually did uh finish it recently and Yes, it is amazing. So yeah, I don't my like girl's story, watching it right now. I don't now. feel like the story progressed <laughs> enough, though. Like, but there's still a bunch of unanswered questions, but we we won't get into that now. Right <laughs> That's other we Netflix stuff. Recording, uh, my girl was watching it. I heard her go, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Okay, but um, that's gonna do it for The Witcher and Netflix yeah. stuff. Uh, we're gonna move on to another movie trailer that dropped. This is a TV movie, though, but it's for Steven Universe, the movie. I'm super hyped for this. Like, you guys all watched the trailer, right? It looked really good. Like, Jeff, um, you've been catching up, right? Have you actually actually got to the end of it? Um, Because I'll put it on when I don't really... I use it as that kind of, I don't have anything else to watch, so let's put Steven Universe on and start catching up. I've I've gained some some progress, um, some of the fusions and stuff later on. (laughs) Right. Um, I had some stuff spoiled for me by accident, which I didn't really understand the full context of it, so I really didn't spoil it, spoil it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I know something's going to happen with, like, uh, what was it, like, the White Diamond or something? And oh, yeah, that's like... Stuff. Yeah, that's like, I don't know. I, <laughs> the series stuff. stuff going on I saw, like, I was like, oh, what's this? Like, because I, I, sometimes I'll go through YouTube and, you know, it'll play stuff, but I'll click it on it. Yeah. And it was like, yeah. oh, and it started playing some of that, and I was like, oh, crap. But, I mean, I do love it. It's a great series. Mm-hmm. Um... It uh, it was what I went to after Adventure Time, but um, it's a great series. It's a, um, it's a good progression. Yeah, the characters are great, but they also have life lessons in it, you know. Which yeah. you know, Very it's like, hey, yeah, we're a cartoon. It's funny, but hey, this is real. Yeah, listen, this is real for them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, I'm I'm definitely interested in checking out the movie. Um, is, does they say if it's going to be theaters or is it going to be straight? To- no, it's going to be on Cartoon Network. I think it's. On September second, I believe so. It's out, so they're gonna be. We should do like, like a, a watch TV party event. For that. We should. Oh that my would god, be we should. Super cool. <clears throat> That's a really good idea. 
Thank you. I have a lot of those. Mm, I don't know about that, that, but that. I'm, I'm right this one down. But uh, Blue, you also um, have been catching up. Like you're not at the stage where okay. stuff in this trailer is going to make sense to you, right? Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I started watching it before. I was like two episodes shy of finishing the whole thing, right? right. Then life hit, and I, I had stopped. And now I, I'm, I'm with my girl now, and she's like, ah, I've thought about it. I was like, oh, we got to watch it. So I'm re, 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 okay. re-watching it right now. And we're good, like, we're, we're getting towards the end. Okay. We're almost done. Uh, we've been putting in some good work. And, like, Steven Universe is one of those shows where they start off super slow and annoying. <laughs> he I is a little bit annoying in the very beginning. Honestly, it takes legit about 40 episodes for this show to get, like, oh, You think so? That's what I think. Man. He's super annoying for a long time. And then some things happen that's pivotal, and he's like, oh, life is real. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are trying to kill me. Uh, you know? <laughs> yeah. These these people have bad... You know, these people lie. These, no, Nobody's telling me the truth about this. And he starts growing up really fast uh, emotionally. And that's when, you know, he, he's talking about the loss of his mom or, or his mom not being there, you know? Um, it starts getting real, and that's when it starts getting emotional. So going back to this movie trailer... I love seeing a grown-up Steven. Right. That like, was actually one of the concerns that they had that he was going to actually grow up. They didn't know how big he was going to get. Yeah, because, because of his, the, yeah, his weird physiology. Yeah. <laughs> so it was cool to see that, right? Um, he seems so much more confident. He's got that deep voice. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's, that's the thing I really appreciate with this generation of Cartoon Network shows is that they'll get – and they've been doing this for a long time. Like, Hey Arnold back in the day even did it, where they got actual kids to voice the characters, right? Yeah. But in this instance, they let those kids age, and the yeah. characters age in real time. So just like yeah. Finn in Adventure Time, as that um, voice actor got older, as the actors for... Well, they actually changed the actors for Gumball a couple of times, but they still let them grow up, and you hear the change in their voices, and even do shows about them growing up and them changing. Which yeah. is dope. And being concerned. It's, it's kind of like, you know, these cartoon characters are going through the rite of passages of their culture, just like the kids today are. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, it's, it's really nice to see that. There's a lot, and just in general, there's a lot of focus on emotional health that I'm seeing in these cartoons, and mm-hmm. I like it. It's, it's something that's huge in my life, um, and I like seeing it. Uh, portrayed not just you know in a nice fun cartoon fashion but to to younger people too some of that stuff that education that i missed out on when i was younger so um back to the trailer <laughs> it was awesome i think the villain looks crazy um yeah, she she looks like uh jenny from uh my life as a teenage robot yes and yes. lucy oh. from one piece had yes. a baby <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's that's pretty perfect. That's pretty perfect right there. But I do. Oh she, my gosh! On, from from my sake, after, and I don't want to spoil anything for yeah Jeff or you, I guess for the very end. But like after kind of seeing some of the end stuff, she does mm-hmm. kind of seem like she comes out of nowhere. I'm wondering like how does this character fit into the world? Like I'm wondering yeah. like why is this character a bad guy now? after everything that's happened. So I'm interested to see how they tie that in. I hope that comes in cohesively. But aside from that, like, everything in the trailer looks dope. Like, I'm happy... Because the way the show ends, it's kind of, like, it's very neatly wrapped up. Like, kind of too neatly wrapped up, I feel like. Mm. So 
there needed to be a bit of a bigger conflict at the ending stage. So I, I'm hoping that they kind of hit that note with this movie. But other than that stuff, the music. I'm super excited to hear new songs. Yo, yeah, the music is great. Chance, I love the music. Chance the Rapper's going to yeah, be on Yeah, Chance the Rapper's in it. Yo, I'm so excited about that. Dude, like this... Like just just a little bit that they were playing of uh, Estelle singing as Garnet. Yes. Like um, oh, I don't want to say I don't want to I don't want to show y'all my singing voice right now, but <laughs> no. Okay. But like no. it's it's in my head already. Like the, the music that was playing in the trailer. I'm not doing it. No. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> but the the music that was playing in the trailer, like it's in my head constantly. Like right now, like it's. Which song? I'm 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 hyped for it. Which song is it that's stuck in your head? I'm not gonna sing it. You're not gonna. We're trying to get you this it? record deal, man. What's going on? Don't be scared. Nah, get out of here. But oh. yeah, the, so that's that's probably one of the biggest things. And I found it weird. Like there was a news story before the trailer dropped that said, "Oh, Steven Universe the music, Steven Universe the movie is gonna be a musical." musical. I'm like, the whole show was a musical. What do you mean? Yes. Mm-hmm. And like, did you expect nothing less? Like, get out of here. But so yeah, I those are my two big concerned. things. Concerned. Real news would be. Steven Universe movie is not going to be a musical. Right, that would be that a shock. That would be some news. <laughs> it's going to be a monologue the whole entire movie. <laughs> it's just Steven in a room. Just like, Steven's face. It's going to be the end of Evangelion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, that's one of the things that is a huge selling point for Steven Universe for me um, is the music itself. Like, ever since me and my girls started re-watching it, yo, that playlist comes up sometimes when we're in the car. You know what I mean? Sometimes we're at home. There's a couple like really relaxing songs in them. Some that were just really fun to sing. I used to be able to play Giant Woman on a ukulele. Bro, that is one of my favorite songs. First That's thing probably is, top three for me. Why do you have a ukulele? It was for Adam. <laughs> and where is it? For Adam. It's right now it's at his mom's house. But okay. I learned the song to inspire him because he loves the, the songs from Steven Universe too. So it, I could play that and I could play the intro uh, song. Let's hear it. I don't. Your lady's not here, so. So you're not trying to sing. You ain't trying to play no, no. instruments. You, you gotta just... pay money for that. That's on. <laughs> that's gonna be on the the Patreon version. That's the, Is that the YouTube, YouTube premium. Right yeah, YouTube Red. <laughs> <laughs> but um, unless you guys have anything else you want to add about the Steven Universe trailer? No, uh, um, I'm excited. Excited yeah, for it. Much hype. To Can't check out the watch party. Check out the watch party. Yeah, yeah we're gonna we're gonna uh, post some stuff about possibly doing that. So hopefully that all snacks. works out. Yep. <laughs> anyway, so Jeff's always off of uh, TV stuff, we're going to get into movies, specifically Marvel movies. Uh, San Diego mm-hmm. Comic-Con, like we mentioned, is going on right now, and Marvel just announced pretty much all of the Phase 4 projects. So we got a bunch of stuff on TV, we got a bunch of stuff coming to movies, a bunch of stuff coming to their sh- new streaming service. Yeah. Um, what, some of the biggest news, apparently, the fi- Fantastic Four is now finally coming back to the MCU. So now, I've never liked Fantastic Four. <laughs> so how I do you guys like feel them. about this? Fantastic Four, I watched the cartoon as a kid. I uh-huh. loved the Fantastic Four. I thought that cartoon Four. was whack. I loved it. It was so that's when I first got the they introduced Daredevil. And it was like, okay, who's this guy? Did Daredevil had a short lived cartoon too, didn't he? I think it came it came from this. It was like a spin off really? of Fantastic yeah. Four. Wow. Yeah. They introduced him on the Fantastic Four and then blah blah and then it kind of rolled over. Um but I loved the Fantastic Four. Um, there was also, they had a later, a, a lot of their comics were really good, but because of the whole Fox and Marvel thing, um, yeah. Disney kind of stopped doing the Fantastic Four yeah. cartoons. I mean, um, comics because they, you they know, like throwing shade. Why? 
yeah, why why are we going to do this? Yeah, not, they didn't um, want to promote Fox's mishandling of exactly. the license. And then the <laughs> the and and that kind of showed in it because they I doubt they reached out for any type of like comic integrity for these comics. I mean, for the movies because they were bad. They were bad. <laughs> really? and this is from somebody who wanted to like them, and they were just really, really from the mishandling of uh, Galactus to. Yeah, didn't they say he was? They made him like a cloud. Yeah, it was like a, some type of. Uh, it was like a cloud. You didn't. There was no body to it. There was just these. You know, it was just this big cloud that kind of needed to feed on planets. But you know, without going too far into that, I am glad they're back. I want to see what Marvel does with them. But my problem is how are we going to explain their existence after all these movies have been going on? And I think that's where um, I'm wondering if um, the multiverse is going to come into play or if um, some type of changes to the timeline happened because of the whole effect with Thanos. Because how are we going to explain the Fantastic Four were around all this time and they were just chilling in the Baxter building? When all this was going on with well, I have a, Thanos, I have a theory on that. Oh, you have a theory? What's that? If you if you looked at a lot of the movies that they've announced, one of them is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yes. Oh, I didn't see that. The yeah, movie. like that's yeah. the subtitle for the for Doctor Strange oh. two that they announced. So, mm-hmm. just like we were thinking with Spider Man four, I didn't actually watch Spider Man Far From Home yet. I'm gonna try to go see it today. It's fun, y'all. Let me know what you think. But I don't. Yeah, today. I don't. We were thinking about multiverse stuff in that. But I don't know. I don't. I don't know how much it plays into this. But mm-hmm. Doctor Strange may be the one to do it because he literally kind of goes through different dimensions and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes. So maybe this movie is going to be how they actually do it. Spider Man being already interesting. Yeah. But then, um, yeah, Blue, you, you had something you want to add about Fantastic Four? Honestly, my favorite part of Fantastic Four is Doctor Doom. Um, I mean, the rest of them are boring to me. <laughs> Just a hater, bro. Doctor Doom can be a very compelling villain, but he wasn't done right in the any of the movies. Yeah, Doom, um, yeah. Doom does seem to be the most interesting thing about the fan fantastic. I mean, even the comics, he's in like general. I mean, even if you remember playing Ultimate Alliance, as we talked about that, he wind up getting um, um, what was it, Odin's power. Yeah, yeah he, he like, he's became a, a god or whatnot, right? Yeah, so it's he, like he's a boss. He he is a very very interesting villain. Um, just a side thing: if you ever checked out the uh, Secret World, Secret Wars. That was actually a really good series. Um, both the Marvel Universe and Ultimate Universe collided. Both were destroyed. Uh, Doom. They went to see these uh, entities from the universe that gave Doom the powers of the Beyonder. Doom created like a pocket world where he kind of kept everybody yeah. alive, but he was a king, and it was kind of like a Game of Thrones s rule where he had like barons and stuff like that in different houses. Um, so definitely check that out if you haven't already. Do you think that's something that they could incorporate into the actual Marvel Cinematic Universe? Like after that would be pretty up? cool. That's going to be a stretch. It would work. It would work. But it was going to be, they don't have to start laying those breadcrumbs like now. Right. Because okay. they're going to. Yeah. Yeah. They got to introduce. I mean, I'll, they're going to need, with the Eternals coming out, I think they're going to yeah, need that's some another new. Thing that they announced. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping they, they introduce some, some new blood because they're going to need that. Um, to kind of start building towards whatever their end game is going to be. We have no idea what it's going to be for Phase 4. Yeah, this is going to be wild. Uh, but another big announcement is Blade is back. Yeah. And they cast Mahershala Ali 
I was looking that up to see how to say it right, and I was like, okay, if he gives you a chance, I've been trying to say it right the first time. You did a good job with that. Yeah. What perfect <laughs> casting. Like that, the thing that, is, you were the thing is they kind of burned a lot of good characters in the Netflix series, but now that they're kind of disowning it, think about how many of those characters are now kind of just up for grabs to now actually become yeah. big movie stars. Yep. So it, maybe it's a little bit of a good thing that Netflix kind of lost. And he's done a few connection. good things. He was in um uh was it True was it Detectives? Uh, yeah, he was in True Detective. This uh, yeah, nah, he did a really season. good job on that. Um, I I think he's an amazing actor. My only problem mm-hmm. is I wonder how he's gonna handle the physical role of it. Yeah, I wonder. I don't think I've seen he, him in yeah, like he hasn't an done any really thing. any actionish esque things. Um, oh, I'm because if you remember. That. That's all Wesley Snipes did. Yeah, Wesley Snipes is a yeah. trained martial that's artist. All so. he did was like, you know, <laughs> martial arts. But honestly, you know. I don't, I don't think that's too crazy because the way they kind of do camera tricks nowadays, I was gonna like say, pretty much everybody, like Robert CGI. Downey Jr., Chris Hemsworth, uh, Chris Evans, those guys aren't martial artists. But no. they, friggin' uh, Scarlett Johansson, she is not a martial artist. <laughs> <laughs> but they be but making think- her look good. Yeah. I, I am excited about his cast. I think he's a very good actor. And, I mean, everything he does, I, I pretty much love it. Did you see the one where he was a musician? Right. Um, um, Green Book. Uh, and he had the white driver. Green Book, okay. right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I enjoyed that. Yeah, he's he's a fantastic actor. Blue did. Oh, we could talk about the Green Book another time. <laughs> uh, the movie itself, I didn't like. His acting, I loved. I'll say that. So, okay. yeah, to to uh, to make the point for this topic, yes, he was great in that movie. <laughs> um, but I think that, just like you guys said, perfect casting. What I like the most is that the look that they gave him, because I think they had, like, one screenshot. The look that they gave him um, looks so much like Wesley Snipes' Blade. Right. Right. I like that they didn't go far left or say like, "Oh, we're trying to do something different," right? Because I think the first blades were, were they were good. They were good. And the, so uh, this the TV show. Just saying. Yeah. No, we ain't talking about that. Did, wait, that was that TV show not well liked? I don't remember. Not, not by me. By me and Jeff. <laughs> so that's all that matters. Uh, but <laughs> I like how it, pretty much you know they're giving uh, homage to to. Wesley Snipes Blade, and I think um, as long as they do the action right, this is going to be an amazing uh, movie. I, now, yeah. uh-huh. speaking of that, um, they're doing the Morbius movie. Morbius. Right. Michael but Morbius. But that's, that's the, the Fox, though, right? That's not MCU, yeah. is it? Uh, no, that's because uh, remember, they uh, MCU acquired all the Foxes. Did they? Yeah, because uh, Disney acquired yeah, because Fox's aren't, stuff. Aren't, but aren't they still doing a Venom 2? Like, isn't that outside of the stuff yeah they, they didn't say this was part of it but morbius they haven't explained if it's going to be part of it but it was acquired by disney before it started filming it hasn't even started filming yet okay so i don't know Not Fox, um, sorry. Still... that was that's a sony thing yeah yo but um i am interested to see if they kind of incorporate that because if you remember from my cartoon Blade kind of showed up on Spider-Man and, yeah. uh, you know, the whole Morbius and Black Cat situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested to see how these things tie together. That's going to be the very interesting part of Phase 4, is how all these different parts are going to fit into each other and uh, <laughs> what we're going to get out of it. I mean, we've seen them do it successfully before. So, now, I'm I excited do to see say, them, you know, do it a second time. I, I do want to say... I'm afraid of Phase 4. 
only because when a series starts introdu- introducing time travel and timelines and multiverses, mm-hmm. things get really twisted. Really confusing, right? Or prime it can, prime it can example. Work really well. well, obviously, there's like two. There's two options to that. <laughs> but it's like, you know, when it comes to um, look at the X Men, the whole X Men series. Mm-hmm. No one knows what's going on anymore. Well, that's not because of I, that. Was just bad. Because they cleaned it up well, for a, a quick second, and then they went off the rails again. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? So, right now, you already have this little time slip in the end game, right? Um, and I, and we talking about multiverses, so we got parallel universes, and we got um, changed timelines. Hopefully, they kind of wrap it up in the beginning of all these uh, of Phase Four, so everybody knows what page we're on. Because right now, when I see an X Men movie, I've I figure all of them are standalones. You know, it's it's easier to look at that, to watch those movies as standalone movies than to say, oh, which one does that go back to? And then there was that <laughs> different actor, and then it was that timeline, but this didn't happen, but then he got up, but then he didn't, and it's like... Let me yeah. ask you a question. Okay. Endgame. Yes. One to ten. Oh. Um, I'm going to say 8.5. Eight. eight. Okay. I'll say eight. I'll say eight. If you make a good movie... Mm-hmm. People will excuse the small, small things. That doesn't mean that that's good. I, I'm just letting you know. Because <laughs> some things just can't be neatly wrapped up. Now, if they hit that dead on, like, hey, you know, some movies, they, they kind of, like, bring that to the forefront. Hey, did it make sense? But guess what? We did it. So let's move on. Um, but some time travel is very, very, very delicate. Exactly. And it has to be handled a certain way. I don't believe the same thing about different um, mo- about the multiverse. I believe that can be um, handled a lot easier than time travel. Yes, I'll give you that. But like I said, I'm just afraid of those elements in the mix of a good series. That's all. Well, speaking of another series, how do you guys feel about uh, the animated Marvel Studios' What If? Why? Why? Yeah. Are they just bored? Or is it, because, if this is like an intern program, that would be super cool. You know what I mean? Like, you, they so have you guys intern- don't like the idea? No. Because the co- in the comics, I mean, it's the comics. This is a comic series or whatever, right? Where they kind of just give you what if scenario. Like, what if the Punisher had the <clears throat> had bat not Batman had Deadpool's powers or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like they've, a bunch of nonsense. <clears throat> yeah, they've done that. And they're but the thing is, they have. The uh, they have like the actual voice talent reprising roles and stuff too to kind of make it authentic, in a certain way. You feel like it's too much. I feel like the What If series is what half the X Men series was. <laughs> <laughs> what if? <laughs> like, what if Mystique didn't die? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like that's that's what if she did. I, think I mean, it's a fun. It's, it's like an anthology to, type thing. Yeah, like if but, if they tell you know awesome one-off story like think of it as like black mirror but for marvel you know like now that you said they, that. they've done the comics like i said they did a uh frank castle became venom stuff mm-hmm. like that there's been uh, uh a bunch of different ones um it could be fun and it could be something you know hey you know if you want to check us out and see these what ifs i mean because i'd watch it being a fan of of the comics and whatnot, so I'd check it out. And the fact that it's animated, on... I feel like, is cool too, because Marvel yeah. doesn't really Marvel animation scale. Yeah, like so. their their stuff hasn't They've been done some good stuff of a but it hasn't quality. been 
exactly. It hasn't been as high quality as DC, which has been the stories haven't been as compelling. They've done like Wolverine versus the Hulk and Hulk versus Thor and um, Doctor Strange and Invincible Iron Man, but those were all in the 2000s like early 2000s yeah with this being announced alongside all the other projects it makes me feel like they're maybe putting a bit more attention into it they're getting like you know a a plus talent to do voice work and stuff like i'm excited to see how it turns out what if it's good i i was <laughs> what if it, what if it's bad? <laughs> that, that's the other two other options I feel like the initial concept of a multiverse mm-hmm. was the what if question, right? Mm. In another universe, what if Superman was evil? You know, in another universe, what if, um, I don't know, something else, you <laughs> know? Right, yeah. Spider-Man was black. I, I know I said DC at first. I know we're talking about Marvel. Spider-Man I'm sorry, is yeah. black, by the way. Yeah. He's mixed. <laughs> He's mixed. There you go, Joe. Rep your sec. Um, anyhow, I mean, any, anything else that uh, comes to mind about uh, any of these Phase 4 announcements? Anything you're excited about? Anything <clears throat> you want to bring no. to the light before we move on? No. Um, uh, probably going to sleep on Black Widow. I was looking through them. I'm probably going to sleep through Black Widow. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I'm not super interested in. I'll um, check I, it out. I have I mean, no yeah, idea. I feel like I have to out of obligation. But, yeah, that, that matchup doesn't yeah, seem interesting to me. I'm going to watch them because, you <clears throat> know. Did you mention the, the WandaVision? I was just about to talk about Is that about a show that. or a movie? Somehow I'm interested in that. I, really I think that's going to be a why. show, isn't that's it? A, I, I yeah, don't I don't know. know. But either way, I feel like both those characters got no real development or screen time, which makes me not care about them. But this could be the opportunity to give that to them. So maybe mm-hmm. it'll yeah. be okay. To see why, like, in Endgame, she's like, you took everything from me. You know what I mean? Because, like, I was like, yeah, y'all hang out, you know? And uh, <laughs> kind of date, but... Well, also everything? his brother. Her, well, no, that didn't really affect. He didn't really do that, but yeah, no. yeah, yeah. I think it might be. It could be good. Let know? me tell you what I'm gonna sleep harder in. Right? Okay, so you got Black Widow, definitely gonna sleep. But I'm talking <laughs> straight comatose in this Hawkeye thing. I do not really? want to see a Hawkeye. Honestly, yes, I want to see this character. I want to see a dope Archer. Like, Watch Archer. Like, of course you do. Like Arrow was up and down like there were some good parts in it there were some bad parts in it but i want to see like just nonsense archery <laughs> like that's what i that's what i'm hyped about he says he wants to see the movie wanted with arrows right yes he wants to see the wings off a fly <laughs> do that that's what i want to see like the way like I, maybe because you, of course they had different budgets but the way hawkeye's archery is portrayed versus the way green arrows archery is portrayed they're not you can't compare them Hawkeye is a much better archer if you were going to go by just how they look in those two mediums. Yeah. So if they keep up that kind of budget, even though they're putting him on a show series. Matter of fact, is it even going to be Jeremy Renner or is it his daughter they're following? I thought it was going to be both. Is it? Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't remember. But From what I read, I thought it was going to be both. Make, make the archery dope and you got, yourself, you got yourself a series. That's how I feel about it. <laughs> okay. I'm a big archery fan for God knows why. I have no idea why. <laughs> but and then Thor Love and Thunder I have enjoyed everything about Thor since Ragnarok yeah um, Taika Waititi's influence yeah. on the character is amazing like that is a funny dude and yes. I know Jeff isn't the biggest fan of the, the kind of no. comedy turn <laughs> like he wants Thor to be I big and strong and stuff that, um, so if you ever watched the Planet Hulk uh, <laughs> movie, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I haven't Game watched it, but I know. Yeah, yeah. I've watched. Be ashamed it. of yourself, by the way. Um, 
if you ever watched it, great, great, even the comic, great, great comic, um, great story arc. I feel like they squandered that. I mean, I feel like the Hulk was just there for uh, like, immediate relief. Um, just something. I'm okay with funny stuff. I'm okay with the one-liners. I'm okay with adding those in. But like stuff like, okay, your dad just died. You just lost your hammer. Uh, like a bunch of your people got slaughtered. And there was no kind of transition into that to see that in the character. Bro, he was depressed the whole movie. That's why he couldn't he use was the depressed, lightning. But he, he's like, clips. Jeff is kind of saying that you see kind of the aftermath. Like, you don't see his descent into being Brothor. You know, like, you just see him like that. And you're like, I get I get why that would have happened. But for him to come this far is kind of jarring. Like, I get that. Like, like knowing what he was and then seeing how he is then, like, without seeing the, the shift. I get it. It's kind of jarring. Now, if that would have happened over the movies, like, well, kind of at certain point, but it wasn't as much. Like, yeah. uh, if he one, was pessimistic for one, one would have been, you know, two would have been him spending more time on Earth and kind of, you know, mm-hmm. getting a sense of humor and stuff like that. I mean, because it's the fact that it's Thor making jokes that makes it funny to me. <laughs> because, I mean, it just, it just is. I mean, because you, you don't expect that from him, but mm-hmm. also he does it as, as if he was like some foreigner who kind of, you know, doesn't understand certain jokes. Right, because that's how he was in the beginning. Like, yeah. um, in the first Avengers, like, he was kind of, like, out of touch, almost yeah. as much as Captain America. Like, yeah. they, they were playing that for jokes, that he was, like, from elsewhere. But, like, at this point, he's like, no. Nope. He's just a funny dude. Yeah, I'm... yeah. Yeah. I mean, I enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Just. And I feel like they, just... I feel like they, they squandered the whole the Planet Hulk whole situation. I, I wanted that to actually be like prevalent. And all you saw was him and Hulk fighting the arena. That was it. And then that was it. They have the, the possibility to go back and show you kind of what led up to that. Like, well, no, there's a stuff Hulk. that's supposed to happen after it. After that? If you remember, Thor wasn't on Sakaar, is what the planet was called. Mm-hmm. Hulk was there. He got the little chip implanted him he's made to fight in the arena uh he wind up overthrowing the king him and the king's protector because they found out the king was actually the one who killed her family and made it seem like he was the he was the one who saved her they got married had a baby um hawk only ended up on sakar because the illuminati sent him there which is like um, yeah i remember that that's that's that's, that's way in the weeds though <laughs> yeah, yeah i'm just saying i'm just saying <laughs> and then it was a, him saving the planet he actually wind up having a son with her and then the planet being destroyed by the same ship that sent him there, and then him being enraged. But then that's again, that's was, going that's going back to basically saying like you're mad that it's I'm, not like the comics, and you you no, already know the MCU is not like no, the comics. No, 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 no. I'm even that whole. I feel like it was squandered. It was made more as a joke, as opposed to put like if they would have had I him in the arena a little bit longer. They had him in the arena a little bit longer, fighting some people. You know what I'm saying? Or you know, added some aspects to that. I'd have been a little bit more happy. But it was more like okay, you get there, they fight. And that was the end of the arena. You, just, you were basically really excited you, for that. Yeah, basically you, you wanted to you... see a Planet Hulk movie. Yeah. That's what you're saying. No, I wanted no. to see more aspects of it as opposed to just using it for that small. Because it wasn't because it wasn't about that. That's the thing. Like it was Thor's yeah, yeah, but movie, if you're gonna, if you're and then he shows up there, there to pull Hulk think back. Think about it. If you got like okay, I got these these three I don't know plots or whatever. Mm-hmm. I can only use them once because that's all they can use them. Uh, that's usually how they, I, I still works. think they can go back. They could tell they, you a story about Hulk's time on that planet before Thor got there. 
it doesn't have so to be exactly like what happened in the comic, the, but yeah. you could tell a story about what happened between uh, Hulk leaving the planet and then how, Thor showing up. How likely up. do you think that's going to happen? If they wanted to. Honestly, they're doing a movie about Black Widow. Yeah, they're doing so, a they're doing a Black Widow origin. They're doing a Loki <laughs> side story. What's, like you could totally this could totally you could this could totally happen. This could honestly what's, totally what's happen. What's wrong with a Black Widow origin? Black Widow is one of the most boring characters to me. <laughs> I just I, I don't, don't think she's that boring. I don't believe that. <laughs> I, to me, she is. This is from the guy she's more interesting than Vision. Like ten times. Vision is an AI come to life, and they did nothing with him. They tried. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not going to defend Vision and say that, oh, he's super cool and da da da, da but I liked watching him a lot more than I liked watching um, I disagree. Black Widow. Black Widow has way more uh, impressive feats throughout the series than Vision does. Yeah. She does a lot she's of in cool a Winter nonsense. Soldier. Yeah, she's pretty cool in the Winter Soldier. <laughs> Winter Soldier, yes. Yeah. Okay, so, no, I'm not going to go on that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess we could have a whole podcast about this. We can have a whole podcast. We'll pick it up at a later date. All right, so we'll we'll wrap up uh, the Marvel Phase Four stuff. I'm sure we'll have a lot more Marvel yeah. conversations in the future as uh, most more of this stuff drops. Um, but on a much more somber note, uh, our final topic for this week is the devastating uh, fire that happened to Kyoto Animation Studio. Uh, come to find out that uh, a man who basically was accusing the studio of plagiarism. Uh, yeah. Somehow got access to the building, put lighter fluid and gasoline on multiple floors, and then set fire to it, killing over 30 employees, uh, basically destroying all of their past and present animation work, like stuff that they've released in the past, stuff that they were currently working on, like it's all gone in this devastating fire. He screamed die before he lit the fire, too. That's there. Yeah, like as a counter to accusations of plagiarism. Like the CEO went and said that... um, you know, they're they're a big media studio. They get death threats, you know? Yeah. It's not uncommon. But they've never seen any... Like, they evaluate their stuff. They, you know, they send them over to the police. But they've never seen anything yeah. accusing them of plagiarism. So, like, this is something that there was no way for them to really see coming. Course, and, and why yeah. should you? Like, why should you have to be on guard for some kind of... This kind of senseless attack? It's like, it's just so tragic that it was so effective. Mm-hmm. It's super it's, sad. It's sad. It feels like a crime of passion that is devastating. You know what well, I mean? He had to plan this out, and which is right. which is the worst part. And it's like, well, I mean, he's doing it. It sounded like he was doing it for his art. You know what I mean? Which is which is is sad. I don't know if um, if that's the truth. You know what I mean? If uh, the Kyoto Studios actually plagiarized his work, um, or maybe he just used that to get revenge on so I, I don't know i don't like, know what cle- the like whole- clearly he's unstable because it's like oh yeah with a claim of plagiarism there there are avenues that you would go to like why did he jump straight to arson like deadly force for this with the building open too and that's and this is the thing right if he had like done a lawsuit or something like that before mm-hmm. okay i feel like the president would have said something like, yeah, he's accused us of this before, but it was yeah, like It would have been a known entity. Yeah, it would have been something that they would have talked about. But it sounds like, just like you said, it sounds like he just jumped to, you know what? We're just going to burn the whole thing down. Now, I'm, it's, I hope I don't sound too insensitive, right? But I want to know how much, if any... He, so the, 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 the uh, president, Hidaki Hata, says... Um, we lost everything. Digital, physical, everything's gone. 
Do you think that they had stuff backed up in their cloud? Or if they had a cloud? I don't know. Like, how old is Kyoto Animation Studio? Like, they've made... They've, they've been making content for a very for long, a time, long now. time so there, sure. there's a good chance that maybe they just have physical archives and stuff but yeah That's like saving it to like a cloud maybe wasn't in their infrastructure at this point <clears throat> i mean i feel like even by the year what by 2010 you get an intern to just scan everything and pop it up but to, I mean, yeah in, in that sense hindsight is 2020 like of course of you would course, think that but, now because you no. never you can never imagine like you're just gonna lose the entire building no but that's the whole thing right now all our stuff is backed up right i don't expect my apartment to 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 blow up but it's all in the cloud you know what i mean that's i feel like that's just simple preventative you know uh preventative measures i mean so yeah, like i said i'm not trying to sound insensitive but i I find it surprising that he lost so much in in a fire when we have this technology and we've had this technology for a long time. So you're, you're, and you're not trying to suggest some sort of conspiracy here, are you? <laughs> like, no, not necessarily. <laughs> but I do find it I do find it um, alarming that mm-hmm. they lost a hundred percent of things in 2019. It, we've had this this cloud okay. this cloud technology for a long time. Then well, that's not to put that's not to say oh these people shouldn't have died. And that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that aspect of it. How do you lose a hundred percent in a modern studio? I mean, not to make excuses for that, mm-hmm. but um, you know, Japan as a culture, they're very traditional. They're very steeped in tradition. Like they they do things a certain way. Like take Nintendo for example. Mm-hmm. It takes them so long to kind of just advance with just modern sensibilities, not necessarily technology, mm-hmm. but just right. mannerisms of thinking. Like, and you don't know, they could have figured, oh, you know, put it on the cloud, it's easier to get pirated. Yeah, or, like they may have had some know. kind of, cons- maybe maybe the amount of stuff they had to back up to a cloud might have been prohibitive. Like maybe the cost of maintaining the space for whatever they needed to do, like, I don't, who knows? Like, maybe, it's maybe there's- It's definitely possible. Like maybe it would have made more sense you know, to do so, but maybe they're thinking business-wise, like, oh, we don't have the money to do that right now, or we don't want to use the money to do that right now when we just have everything in the yeah. archive or whatnot. Hopefully that there's some way to get it all back. Like, they've released stuff out to the world. Hopefully they can, you know, maybe just scan things back from whatnot and, yeah. you know, maybe compile everything back. But um, the the lives that they lost, the talent that they lost, like... Terrible. That's and not coming back. And it wasn't just the, the people... Um, you know, it wasn't just Japanese people. It was people from all over the world that had come to um, the Kyoto Studios to work there and to make their uh, art dreams come true that lost their lives as well, which is, is, is devastating. And that studio apparently was well known for actually hiring a lot of female staff. Yes. Which is like a rarity yes. in animation. And for them to be and- that progressive and then to fall victim to this kind of nonsense, it's like, it just, like it's just the worst possible studio you could even do something like this too such a heavy blow such a heavy blow it's really upsetting like it is like i kept like i I had to really think whether i even wanted to bring this up on the podcast because of like how how sad it is yeah like like i don't want to i don't want to kind of go from laughing about a thing to then talking about you know death in a medium that we like love and appreciate but but that's I feel like it's important, you know. Yeah, like this stuff. And it's something that we do need to talk about. You know, yeah, what this mean? stuff happens like it's real, and we mm-hmm. need to kind of keep it on our minds. That we need to, you know, pray 
for the families of those lost, for those lost themselves. Yeah, most definitely. And do whatever we can, if anything, to make sure stuff like this doesn't happen anymore. Like, I don't, like, it's just wrong. Like, there's, there's no two ways about it. There is no, there's nothing, there's nothing that you can say that justifies taking 33 lives, innocent lives, right? Even if you were wronged, even if, they did plagiarize his work. Right. If his, even if his claim was legitimate, nobody gives a what damn you? about that now. Exactly. Because you went way left with it. Yeah. And you don't even think about, not only the, the, the families you killed, but your family now. Right. Yeah. Anyone They're who's connected be to you. Because of what you did. Oh, yeah. And it's like, you know, it's a shame that, you know, have so many people in the world doing crazy things like this who just. And they, and they, have, they have the guy in custody. Like, the reason he gave was the plagiarism, but that's pretty much all I think that's we've heard That's not an excuse. From so far. So, that is not an excuse. We're going to keep our eye on this story for sure, yeah, we'll as, as it will the rest of the that. world. But, uh, and, and kind of side note on that, um, fire-related, WB had a studio that just went on fire um, where Harry Potter was, was filmed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. It was a big fire. It didn't burn to the ground, but apparently they lost a lot of uh, good stuff and they had to put production back on a couple things. So, Oh, and sad to mention this too, but um, one Titans. of the crew members from the Titans, he was yeah. Right, yeah. killed by being struck in the head from a, a piece from a car. That yeah, was used as a prop. Kind of stunt yeah, so a lot of sad news. For a little bit too. Yeah, and entertainment this this week, last two weeks. Entertainment business is uh, more dangerous than we thought. (laughs) But hopefully, um, I mean, we already know uh, most of the entertainment industry, they they bounce back. Yeah, exactly. It may take some time, but I I feel like uh, Kyoto Animation Studio will recover. And especially with the support that they got right now. Yeah, I think there's a GoFundMe somewhere. Where people are, yeah. oh, I wish I had that information. Actually, matter of fact, do I have yeah. that information? Yeah, actually, I'll put a link uh, when we post this to the YouTube. Yeah, but, uh, it says there's a Sentai's GoFundMe campaign uh, for you to contribute money towards their uh, studio's re- restoration. So if you guys want to actually throw in some some financial support to help them get back on their feet, uh, there's going to be a link in the video description as well as probably the podcast description. I'll throw that in there too. Yeah. To, uh, for you guys to go through and do that. So yeah, hopefully they do get back yeah. on their feet sooner rather than later. Uh, but we're going to wrap up the, the more sad stuff. Uh, we're going to end our topics. We're going to go into, um, we're going to pull back our top three situation. We've been doing a couple of those. Yeah. Um, this week, we're going to find out what are our top three most annoying video game tropes. I hope you guys have had some time to think about these uh video game mm-hmm. tropes as in either mechanics uh story things just things that kind of keep coming back up in video games that you're either tired of seeing that annoy you or that you just outright hate like what do you guys got anybody want to go first out of the gate i okay i got it i got it i got it uh-huh, go ahead one of my most annoying video game tropes and i don't think sigma i don't think you're gonna agree with me necessarily okay <laughs> um jeff i don't know but I hate, hate, hate the silent protagonist. Okay. Ooh, <laughs> I hate a silent protagonist. It's so boring to me. Why am I playing this game? Why am I playing this character if they're not going to even talk to anybody? You know what I mean? Like, what is, what is my point 
of being in this world if I can't communicate. I hate silent protagonists. So by silent protagonists, you mean a character who people will talk to and they never say anything back at all. Not even like they have no, no, no voice and they have dialogue options. Yes. And even the no, the dialogue options we can we can debate about that. There's there's goods and bads on that, right? Because you're you are actually communicating something. To you just them. don't hear a voice. Yeah, I don't I don't but, mind that. But you mean like much. you just mean like total blank slate where blank slate and and um where other people are talking for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So they're like, Oh, did you go do this thing? And your character's like shaking his head, right? And then like <laughs> They're like, oh well, that must mean that we found the secret. Da, 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 da. And your character just nods. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, why am I even here? <laughs> but that, so, that's, so like GTA Five's online. GTA Five online, that's different. That game is not for story. But they have a lot of story in it. Like your characters will be talking at you, and your your guys will be like miming stuff and not that saying anything. That game is made for jokes. <laughs> Oh. That game is made for jokes, mm. right? In general, now obviously there's always exceptions to the rules, but that game is made for jokes. That game is made for fun. They make fun of how silent you are on a regular basis, right? And um, that would probably be my exception to uh, a silent protagonist. Plus, your character has so much personality outside of that, right? And and freedom outside of that that I don't even think about how much I want to talk to these other characters. I just do what I do. You know what I mean? Okay. So when we're talking about heavy story, the silent protagonist annoys the crap out of me. Um, my second trope would be um, unskippable tutorials. Ah, uh, yep, that's pretty bad. <laughs> unskippable tutorials. I just want the option, right? If I played this game before on another platform, let me skip it. If um, you know. Just, just give me the option. Let me jump into your game. Let me enjoy what you what you put together. Or if you're gonna do a tutorial, uh, kind of mm-hmm. integrate it into the gameplay. Like I like it when, like a lot of indie games do this, where like the in the very first level, like as you're like running through the level, you'll see like A on the first obstacle. Yeah, like you'll see the Cuphead A button. Did a really good job. That says doing jump, that. so that you can get over that thing. So like it's telling you in the thing how to actually play the game. And then when that's done, then you you have all the tools. Like more, right, more, right, more right. complicated games, I understand, may have more involved ways of trying to teach you how to play. But I feel like get creative. Like, make we a can, mission that shows you everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the Gears 5 tech test, right, had one of those unskippable tutorials. Now, granted, um, when I was playing it, I kind of wanted to just jump in and see how similar it was and all this stuff. But I didn't have the choice to do that because it says you have to go through this whole, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was like 30 minutes or something like that. Um, probably a little bit less if you're paying attention. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I don't, I don't like unskippable tutorials. But um, Forza Four, Forza Horizon Four, mm-hmm. has sort of an unskippable tutorial. Like it's the intro to the game, but it's yeah. But I felt like it was well done. Like I enjoyed going through that, and it was like showing you like, oh, follow the line to do this thing. This tells you how to break, how to accelerate. This tells you how to rewind. You're going to go through mm-hmm. all these seasons. Like, it's basically introducing you to what's coming, but it does it in, like, a way that's also having you play the game the way the game actually plays. Yeah. So, but so, you're just saying, even that, you just want the option to skip it. I want the option to skip. Okay. I mean, there's, there's if, nothing wrong if with I'd, that. If I'd played Forza before, you know what I mean, that whole thing would be annoying as heck. 
You think? I still thought it was like very I well done. So. Like the music and the the transition. I'm not saying it wasn't. I thought well it was, done. I thought I'm just cool. saying, I want the option. It's my game. I bought it. <laughs> Let me get the option. <laughs> I mean, I can't argue with that. <laughs> um, and last but not least, um, I'd have to say my last annoying gaming trope is when I. It's this one is a little bit more specific to RPGs. Okay. Right. Um, and it, it's just fetch quests. Um, a mission where I have mm. to, I'm I'm this super warrior. I'm the super special person. Blah blah blah. And I I end up having to go to a farm because this guy knows where this cave is. And he's mm. like, well, if you pick my carrots first, I'll show you where. To-. I was like, son, I'm trying to save the whole like world you- and your carrots. And you want me to go pick? What like, were you doing before I got you're here? You're the farmer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, how and do you know I'm even gonna do it right? Like. You know, <laughs> You don't know me. I don't know you. I'm trying to save this whole world. I got some evidence. Here's my papers. Well, uh, you, you don't see this. You carrots. don't see this sword. I'm the chosen yeah. one. Why am Get I picking your carrots? Get out of here. That is I'm, weird. That that they, was. They need the, to find a new way yeah, to kind of do that. There's got to be a, or, or a better way to say. <sighs> I'm not even going to say it's pick these carrots. I never want to be a farmer unless I'm playing a farming simulator. But <laughs> 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 There's got to be a better way to do fetch quests in, in RPGs. True, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing those take um, a nosedive in terms of frequency. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's my three video game tropes that I hate. <laughs> All right. Um, I can go next, unless you want to go. Nope. Okay. You good. All right. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> my uh, – my, uh, I'll go in descending order. So my number three is tailing missions. Oh, man. I cannot stand when you have to follow a character without that character seeing you. So you have to, like, walk slow. You have to hide behind a corner. If you get Uh, too close, then the thing fails. Or you get too far away and you lose them, then the thing fails. Like, if it's, it's like, a car chase, mm -hmm. that's one thing. But I'm talking about where you have to be stealth. So you saw some Metal Gear Solid stuff. No, not even. Because Metal Gear, Assassin's Creed, Metal, yeah, Assassin's Creed is Assassin's the worst Creed. offender of this. Like Metal Gear Solid, when you're stealth, when you're just hiding in general, that's fine. Yeah. But like when uh, you okay, have to, okay. when you have to follow a guy or eavesdrop on a conversation, so you have to stay within a certain range while uh, that guy is moving around. Like I hate that so much. In. Like it's yeah. not, it's not fun. It's not intuitive. Like there's no, like you're not, not really cool, doing. Dude. Like there's no dexterity involved. It's just annoying when you fail, and it's so easy to fail when they designed them poorly too. For example, Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. Yeah, they had a They lot had of you that. do <laughs> tailing missions in a freaking ship. Yeah. yeah. You're going to And we had to go through you had to go through the it was like, like a, a little marsh. Yeah, area. it was like a Hill, marsh yeah. canal thing. And you had to get off and Oh my god, that was so frustrating. I failed it so many times. There were like spotlights that you had to get out of the way of or something. Oh. <sighs> no, it was like a spotlight. It was like candle lit watchtower or some nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate it so much. Don't do them ever again. They're not fun. Just stop. <laughs> uh, another thing I'm annoyed by are multiple currencies in a game. Like this, this is in oh. a lot of MMOs. Like sometimes I understand the economy kind of needs some differentiation, but in most cases they kind of go overboard. It's like, okay, you have one thing that'll buy you this thing, but mm. you have another thing that'll buy you those things. 
But if you get these things, you can trade those in those things in for these other things, and then you can use those things to buy these things to then get you money so you can buy the one thing that you actually want. That was want. like DC Universe, yeah. I don't mind it so much. I I feel like Honestly. it's it's convoluted for the sake of convolution in a lot of cases. Like they're, they're unless. Unless it's event-specific gear and you need to use event-specific currency, that's the only time I'm okay with And that. And that's what I tend to see in a lot of MMOs. Not all of them, obviously, but in a lot of MMOs, if you want this helmet that looks like this dragon that you fight, you need to get parts of the dragon. You're not going to get... You're not going to use gold to buy but, that. You but know that's, what I mean? That's crafting. That, I, I feel like, is on a separate thing. Because it's context-specific. Like, it makes sense that and that's, if you're going to build a thing... About. You need parts of that thing to make that thing, but I'm talking about straight up currency. Like you yeah. mean, this is gold. Yeah, this is gems, gold. You have shards. points. You have gems. <laughs> like doing you this have gives diamonds. you these red diamonds, and you need yeah. these red diamonds to then go and buy. Yeah, this. like you can you can only yeah. buy this thing with these coins, but if you don't have enough of these coins, you can trade in these other coins to get more like two of these coins are worth one of those coins like okay. that kind of like that, it's, it's too convoluted they have to find a way to pare most of that stuff down so that i don't have to deal with it like destiny was bad at it too because they destiny didn't do crafting instead they would they would kind of do multiple currencies but disguise it as crafting like it would be crystals and shards and Oh, materials yeah. like and the swords stuff. and stuff yeah. yeah but all you really did is use the number of materials to buy the thing essentially that's i don't know that's that's crafting you know <laughs> that's that's know. crafting it's got, in, my, it's, in my opinion you know what i mean you, you, you may be right under like you if you if you strip everything away you may be right it's kind of just getting like earning a thing to then get another thing yeah. but it's the context that annoys me i guess Okay. Like if you don't if you don't okay. frame it well enough to make me feel like okay, there's a reason why I'm doing this. There's a reason why the differences exist because it makes mm-hmm. sense to me in Monster Hunter why you would need to fight a Legiana to build the Legiana gear. Okay. Versus you know I'm not gonna fight a a Dodonga, whatever you call them things. <laughs> so the reward needs to be so so what you receive needs to be um, warranted by the currency that you use. Or the gameplay has to inform it. Because if I went and hunted this monster, like actually played a game to earn those things, fine. But like if I did a mission and they give me red coins, but then I do another mission and then they give me blue coins, like what's the difference? Why didn't you just... Why isn't everything just worth red coins and then everything costs red coins? Like I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I don't know. It's... It may it's probably nitpicking, but no, no. So you rather buy a dragon helmet with dragon parts rather than that I went red and, coins that I went and earned. Yeah, yeah. By doing a thing that involves killing a dragon, because it makes sense. Yeah, in that regard, rather than red coins or blue coins, because, because they needed to differentiate them for whatever purpose. Exactly. Right? That, that I don't understand. exactly. And then I my you, my main gripe with the video game industry in general is how they how they consistently just miss represent black hair <laughs> oh bruh what when, i gotta say i thought uh-huh. you were gonna talk about pre-orders <laughs> oh no, no. <laughs> yeah i didn't put pre-orders in here but when you yeah. customize a character the like some games are better than others in customization period but across the board they seem to all suck at giving you options for black hair it's like they for, it's, I honestly feel like they legit just don't think about black people playing their games and wanting to make characters that look black in their worlds, so they just completely forget. Or they throw in they throw in the things that they think are black hair, which is a Caesar, 
a big crazy afro or a bald head because all because that's it or, or cornrows corn 1992 cornrows or, corn <laughs> <laughs> or some terrible dreads <laughs> yeah or like rastafari dreads like yeah like it's like stereotypical hair the only some of the only examples that i've seen of like really good authentic black hair are in the nba games and i feel yeah. like it's only a side effect of them actually modeling a bunch of black dudes who exist in real life because like they don't, they'll just take Kyrie Irving's hair, they'll just take yeah. uh, Steph Curry's hair, and then you got hair that black people actually wear today. And I feel like that's the only reason that that shows up that way. I feel like in mo- many of these games, um, they don't do black hair till the end. Like I feel like HR walks in the room like, "Hey, did you guys remember to do black hair?" They're like, "Okay, <laughs> let's just." Uh, a lot of black people are bald. Um, they what do they do? They wear afros, and um, let's do that thing with the lines in their hair. Are they got corn rolls. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, that's, like that's how I feel. It's low that conversation key, goes. Not low key. It's high time. key, insulting. Yes, like to, to be com- consistently just forgotten about in that term. Like you'll mm-hmm. get all sorts of different uh, wavy hair options and stuff. Um, black women too, I feel like are super underrepresented. Like some, like if you in a rare Absolutely. instance where you do maybe get some decent hair for dudes. The women all have to get, you know, the same exact straight, hair, straight hair, <laughs> or or the same hair that we got. Right. Yeah. It's a shame. They need to do more. There's there are certain games that had maybe one or two decent ones, but I yeah. I need to see the range, son. Like as many options as you have for all these other straight haired characters, you need to have for black hair because there yes. are multiple different ethnicities that can have hair that like that, and yep. almost only just one that can have this range that black people do and mm-hmm. i feel like we don't get that representation like yep. they should start with black hair and then do <laughs> the stuff for everything yeah. else honestly because everybody else's years. hair looks the same hey shout out to what bangalore on apex legends right yeah that's good black Amazing hair, hair. Yes. yes but i mean that's not customizable that's just a, a preset true, character true. They i'm just saying yeah that's a good game. one oh and that what was that up death loop looked like they had some really good hair Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but, but again, those are like that's coming up. characters it's that only they two designed. Specific yeah. characters. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> I need my cu- I need customization to include black hair. That's yeah. that's my gripe. So those are my three. Jeff, what do you have? Uh, so my first one's gonna be um, when a game locks you into a specific play type and then punishes you for playing any other way. So like, I don't. I love Dishonored too, but mm-hmm. I don't like the only way to get the good ending. Is okay. Pretty much to not kill people. Right, I get mm. you saying. But I got all these abilities and stuff that I want to kill people. Right. So <laughs> it forces me if I want to get the good ending, I have to then not kill said people. Um. So that's my my first one. Not in the order this week, but that's my first one. So you don't like that they you punish you for it? Yes. It's like because I mean, if you kill too they many, present the you options. Kill- Yes. But then they tell you, oh, this is the right way to go versus yeah. the other way. Because if it's like, oh, okay, well, you know, it says if you kill too many people, you're going to get the bad ending. Yeah. Like the world ends up worse off. Yeah. I'm like, but these people deserve to die. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm give them that. Yes, they deserve to die. And I hope they yeah. burn in hell. Yeah. Why, why, why are you going to make me make them live? I mean, they just going to rot in prison for the rest of them lives or something. So, like, let me just do what I came to do. <laughs> um, second point. one's going to be where they start you off as this all-powerful hero or whatever. Okay. And Wait. then it's like, oh, come, you lose all your powers. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. 
the come up. <laughs> it's the come up. Sometimes I I, I kind of see where that's coming from because a lot of times they want to show you what you're working what towards. Possibility. Yeah. yeah. Like um, but the it's first like a tease. It is a tease. The first prototype did that, and I thought that was actually really good. I did enjoy that. Yeah, like because the first then it started sh- to be used. I said, uh, um, Castlevania: Your Lord of Darkness Two did that. Mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did that too. Stupid cat. <laughs> did that too. Um, <laughs> where you start off as Dracula, you're powerful. You do whatever you want. Yep. You laying siege to everybody, and then. You lose all your powers, and now you're just like, just some bottom level, some basic vampire. <laughs> yeah, I think um, a lot of Metroidvanias do that. Too. I think um, even Super Metroid does that as well. Yeah, I was about to say um, that one, and I, I mentioned Destiny Two. I actually liked how the light was stripped from you in Destiny Two. Well, that was story relevant, but yeah, but I mean, yeah, I guess that's that you had all your powers. Yeah. Buddy beat you down, and then you went back to Destiny One. <laughs> <laughs> Destiny 1. <laughs> like we here now. It was Destiny Two. Oh nope, it's back yeah. to the beginning. Psych. Um, I had the third one, but then I lost it. <laughs> okay. So we're just gonna go with. I don't like games that you as a hero wind up being the bad guy like all along. That actually sounds cool. What, how what? many games do that? What game was that? So oh. let's see. So there was. Uh, what are some examples of Darth this? Revan. Say it again. Oh, Darth Revan. Oh, what oh, was that in, uh, in um, Nazi Republic? Republic. Yep. Then there was uh, Booker from uh, Bioshock. I thought that was dope. I thought that was a ama- that was an amazing I twist. Wanted to punish Comstock, save Elizabeth, and. I mean, cause you worked hard in that game to do this. Every Bioshock, I feel like they give you the finger at the end. The, the first <laughs> one, like, the first one for sure, they did kind of yeah. give you the finger. Second one too, but I'm like, I mean, cause you wind up playing as a big daddy the whole time, and then I don't want to spoil that. But anyway, so like, that game was like 15 years old. Yeah, I'm like, okay. And then the only way to kind of keep them safe, spoiler alert for Bioshock Infinite, you they gotta drown you. Yeah, you have to let Elizabeth. But I'm like, I spent all this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to do good things, <laughs> but I, like honestly, I have no issue with that because it was story relevant. Like yeah, the whole, like his, the entire his whole purpose was to save Elizabeth, not to save himself. So you're the you're the player character. I get that, but he was. I know he was going for redemption because of what he did. Right. Yeah. But killing Comstock was basically him killing himself. So I feel like he already gave one life. <laughs> There's only one life to live. I'm just saying. Yeah. I don't feel like he, he needed to give another one. I mean, it, it was like super said, convoluted at the end, but I feel like they explained the reasoning behind it. Because it, it was a multiverse. I was, I was happy with it. <laughs> Same thing, like I said. Uh, there was another game, too. I can't so think overall, of. you think oh, ending up as the bad guy did you play, or having um, sacrificed yourself is... is all right. <laughs> <laughs> ended up as the bad guy or having to sacrifice yourself I don't is, mind the sacrifice part. So, like, if, you know, hey... The only way for us to win is to blow up this ship, and I got to be the one. I'm going to stay on, and blah, blah, blah. That's cool, fair. great. That's fine. Okay. But when it comes to I'm putting in all this work, I'm saving all these people, I'm doing all these right things. Oh, well, you were the bad guy all along. How do you feel about the ending of The Last of Us? Did you play that game? Yes, I did. So what Joel you, did? Yeah. Joel's turn at the end. So here's my thing. I feel like. 
he kind of had good intentions, but he, so he had his daughter. He lost his daughter. Mm-hmm. Ellie kind of became his surrogate yeah. daughter, and he he was just told that hey, bring her here, and you know she's gonna help develop the cure from her blood or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. When they told her that no, she was gonna have to die in order for this cure to be made, he was like, oh whoa. I spent all this time bonding with this girl. I'm attached to her now. And you want to kill her? But in order to stop the I get world that. ending. I get, that. <laughs> I get that. But like somebody telling you, hey, I, I got to kill your hurt, son Jeff. in order to save the world. Look, listen. I got to kill your son listen, in order think, to save the world. Here's the thing. Hurt. Here's the thing. My son is about to be six years old. They don't need him for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> But, but in this, but in this instance, in this instance, I understand that Ellie became his surrogate daughter. But Ellie was also, you know, a, she's not a grown woman, but she's a teenager, think, and think they, and this. she knew the thing. Like she knew, she mm-hmm. accepted it. Ellie was like, yes. "I understand, and I'm yeah, okay with did. it." Joel said, I'm, "Yeah." Joel was like, "I'm selfish enough to say no. I'm not going to accept well, your you decision. Think, I'm not going to accept." Do you think? Uh-huh. Do you think Joel was okay up here? Probably not. We talk about <laughs> mental health. We talk about that. I mean, probably I, not. Like he, he dealt he, in his with mind, some trauma. He yeah. failed. He failed one daughter. Right. Yeah. And his and his mind is he's not going to fail another one. And I, I think all this is proving that it's a good story. Yeah. Like I like I I like. I don't think he like was that. the bad guy all along. Oh, so you're saying that he wasn't the bad guy? <laughs> he was not the bad guy. I, I feel think... like I felt like it framed <laughs> the fact that when like because when after that you realize going forward. That yeah, Joel wasn't really ever doing like good things. Everything he did was kind of just serving his own self interest. Like the the quest to take Ellie to these people was a job that he was doing yes. with um what was her name Tessa mm-hmm. or Tess? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when it turned out that he couldn't trust Tess, he killed her. Like they fought, he killed her. He did some questionable stuff. Right. So he he killed a bunch of other people. Like he wasn't looking out for like he did nothing that was like morally good. Everything he did was to serve him and then to eventually protect Ellie. I'm okay with that. Here's why. is because, like you said, he never... It wasn't like he was doing all these good things the entire game. Mm -hmm. They were like, oh, nope, you're the bad guy. So you're saying, okay, so he was already morally ambiguous. I could see that. I'm not doing this for the good of everybody. I'm doing this for the good of me. And if you happen to benefit from it, then great. But if not, then... All right. That's it. I see that. I That's see that. Fair. So those were our top three most annoying gaming tropes. Hope you guys enjoyed yeah. that. We're going to move on to our final segment. Uh, this week, we're not doing trivia, but we are doing a game. Uh, I explained yeah. this game to Jeff sometime in the past, but I'm going to explain it for everyone. Now, uh, I have named it Annie Up. That's not the actual name of it, I don't think. Uh, it's a game that I got from listening to the uh, IGN's UK podcast. So if you guys listen to that, it'll sound familiar. Mm-hmm. But um, I did come up with the questions. I just stole the game type. <laughs> and I changed the name because I don't remember what the actual name is. They named it something stupid. But anyway, there we go. essentially, <laughs> it's a it's a game that only two people can play. So we have the right number right now. And a ba- essentially, you're wagering your knowledge of pop culture against your opponent. So we're going to have to do a coin toss. One person is going to have to go first. I'm going to ask you to answer, for example, how m- And this is not a good example. But, for example, <laughs> there are 800 plus Pokemon. How many Pokemon can you name? Can you name more than the other guy? Right? Oh, so you're going to say, goodness. I can name three. 
your opponent will then say, okay, I can name five. The opponent will say, okay, I can name 20. If, the, if you don't feel like you can name more than 20, you say, okay, do it. Ante up. So the person Ooh. who then made the wager has to name 20 Pokemon with no mistakes or... and under a certain amount of time. Like you can't like wait like two hours before yeah. you get the next Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> and if you fail, the other person gets the point. If you reach the, the entirety of 20 Pokemon, then you get the point. Oh man! Got it. So, okay. so we're Ooh, not going to use Lord. Pokemon. <laughs> but if you guys understand the question, um, I'm going to need you to pick heads or tails. I don't have a coin right now, though. That you might need one. <laughs> <laughs> um, give me one second. We're just do uh, think of a number between one and five or something. <laughs> Ooh, I'm I'm still doing something. Daddy. Okay. So I have a coin. Who wants heads? Who wants tails? I'll take tails. Jeff has tails. He's, he's acting first, so. <laughs> I'm going to flip it's it. All right. It's on camera. <laughs> I caught it now. <laughs> oh, tails. All right. So Jeff is going to get the first option to either say how many he can name out of uh, the question I'm going to ask. So yeah, go Jeff is going to give a number, then I'm going to counter. Then, okay. Yeah, Blue's going to try to counter. So, first question. <clears throat> Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. The Stark children, all six of them, including John, have direwolves. Can you name all six of the direwolves? Jeff, how many of the direwolves do you think you can name accurately? I can name three. Jeff says he can name three. Blue, can you name more than three <laughs> direwolves? I can only do two of them, man. So, you're, so you're going to call Jeff on this? Yeah, Jeff, let me hear the three. All right, so Jeff, it's on you now to name three direwolves okay. and secure this point. Otherwise, Blue gets your point. I feel oh, like he's bluffing. Because okay. <laughs> now you're on the spot. And you have a timer. Like, I have a timer, so okay. you have to okay. start going. Ghost? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um... Oof. Huh. Crap. Hmm. Ten oh, seconds crap. is up. Oh, <laughs> was the other That's one crazy. I, I thought you'd be I able to do it. So Blue actually gets the point. You took too long the between name, answers. The name jumped out of my head. So I thought about Ghost. Ghost is John's wolf. Yeah. Rob's mm-hmm. wolf is Grey Wind. Mm-hmm. Sansa's wolf is Lady. Mm-hmm. Arya's wolf is Nymeria. I That's knew it. Right. Bran's wolf is Summer. Ain't nobody care about me. <laughs> and Rickon's wolf is Shaggy Dog. Fam, I forgot Rickon was a thing. Let's okay. <laughs> cool. Okay, so that was round one. Blue's able to get the point by calling Jeff that's, that's on his good. bluff. Uh, up next, <laughs> there have been seven unique Game Boy systems released by Nintendo. Okay. Blue, it's on you now. How many of the seven Game Boy systems do you think you can name accurately? Um, I can probably do four of them. So Blue is saying four. Jeff, can you name more than four? I can do five. So Jeff says he can do five. Blue, can you do more than five? I can't do more than five, man. So again, Blue is calling Jeff. <laughs> what so you got, so once, you, once you get your first answer, you have 
about 10 seconds. And you can't take super long on the first one either. But once you okay. do first that, I'm giving you like 10 seconds between each answer. Gotcha. So whenever you're ready. Game Boy. Okay. Game Boy Color. Okay. Oh, I Game Boy Advance. That. Yep. Game Boy 3DS. No. No. I mean, nope. I'm sorry. No, you're wrong. <laughs> Doesn't SP, count. Fam. Oh, those don't count? No. Game Boy. Game Boy. Game Boy. Oh. Not handheld okay. system. So we can talk about it. Okay, my bad. So, I mean, yeah. I, I probably could have made that clearer, but yeah, like 3DS and 3DS XL, blah, 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 all that gotcha, stuff gotcha. doesn't count. So, I'll, I'll give you the, the entire thing. Can so I share which ones I remembered? Go ahead. So, you got Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, mm-hmm. Game Boy SP, mm-hmm. Game Boy Color, yep. uh, the Micro Game Boy. Yeah, Game Boy Micro. Game Boy Micro, right. And then, yeah, I, I can't remember the last two. The last two would have been Game Boy Pocket. Oh, yes. And then this one you probably wouldn't have got, but Game Boy Light. That was only released in Japan. Oh, wow. Man, you always throwing some kind of curveball. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just letting you know the facts. There were seven. If you yeah, said you could name seven, seven and couldn't actually name seven, then that would have been on you. You're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> He's okay. Like, Yo, let's see this. <laughs> so, again, uh, Jeff was not able to name all that he wagered. Blue has two points to Jeff's zero. Uh, we have three more questions, so there's still a chance to come back. Oh, man. There are, and this one may actually go in Jeff's favor. There are, but, and it's Jeff who um, is going to do the first wager. There are nine colors of the Lantern Ring Corpse. Can you oh. name the colors and what they represent? Oh, and what they represent. So there are nine in I can name. I can name seven. Jeff says he can oh, name bro. seven. You got it. He's going yeah, high. Go He's going high. I got big, like <laughs> four tops. <laughs> so four I can tops. go green is for will. Okay. Willpower, yeah. Orange is for greed. Okay. Indigo, indigo is for love. Uh, I'm sorry. Is it? Pink no, is that pink? No, that yeah, you, that's, a, that's a mistake. I'm sorry. I got the colors mixed up. <laughs> that's, but that's, that's it. That... <laughs> well, no, I was thinking indigo was pink. I'm I sorry. Know, but, that's, but that's how you lose. <laughs> I know what you meant, but you have to say them without mistakes. Oh, you're being cheap. Okay. Yeah, I'm not being got, cheap. I'm trying to be fair. Hey, I got man. Point, but I want to hear. I, I want to hear I, which ones, which other ones you had. Jeff. I mean, yeah. Continue if you know the rest. No, I'm just saying because like the Game Boy one, we weren't clear on that. We but that's. Said, but that, you know, hey, hey. But that's give, the, give him a second chance on this. He needs to catch up. Come no, on. There's, it's there's gonna no, be Game Boy. There's no second chances. <laughs> because because part of the part of the thing is making sure you can okay, actually so name. Them. Like, go, you don't want to take the risk. Indigo. Indigo was hope. Um. White was, uh, no, let's not do white. Let's do, uh, black was for death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yellow was for fear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, white was for life. Mm-hmm. Um, red. Was red, red is for rage. Yeah. And. I think that's it, right? Yeah, I think that was the last one. Oh, okay. All right. Well, no, you didn't say blue. He said that was hope, right? Yeah, blue was hope. Okay, well, there you go. Yeah. Man, so, I could have gotten probably six of those now that I think about it. Yeah, that's the thing. You got to think about it. Like, you don't want to rush into it because then you can trip up. Like, being put on the spot isn't necessarily the advantageous position. So, it's kind but of a mind that's game. that's where you can win, too. Like, yeah. like, if somebody says, oh, I can do a lot, it, maybe sometimes it makes sense to put them on the spot. Versus trying to get a higher t- point total, because then you actually have to. That was the, my plan all along. <laughs> right. Let's, <laughs> let's say that. So I'm gonna let's call that a tie because Blue didn't even really want that point. So yeah, no, I'll give both you guys. 
Let's keep going. A point there. But the next one is on blue to start. Okay. This one is a high one. There are 23 Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. How many out of the 23 can you name? With no mistakes, remember. They have to be Marvel Cinematic Universe. If you name something that's a Fox movie, (laughs) you're done. That's it. Okay. 23, right? Okay, let me let me do some counting in my head real quick. <laughs> um, I'm going to start with... What's this on my hands? Eight. <laughs> All right, so Blue says he can name eight Marvel movies. I'm going to start with eight, yeah. Jeff, can you beat eight? I can do nine. Jeff can do nine. Ten. Blue's going to ten. This is half. I can do eleven. Ooh, this is going high. Give me 12. <laughs> Blue. I can do 13. Oh, my God. Okay. So we're getting real high now. <clears throat> Let's do 15. Blue's going for 15 Marvel movies. I'll do 17. <laughs> you take it. I'm going to put you on the spot. <laughs> I I was be oh, my God. <laughs> Remember, okay. no mistakes. You have now, to get I don't have to go into their whole, like, their whole thing, right? It has to be a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie out of the 23 that they list. Okay. That are in so, like, if I say Captain America, I mean, um, Iron Man 2. That's fine, yeah. Okay. All right. So, let me know when to start. Uh, You're good to go. Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Iron Man 2. Yep. Iron Man 3. Mm-hmm. Captain America. Uh-huh. Captain America Civil War. Mm-hmm. Captain America the Winter Soldier. Uh-huh. Um, Ant-Man. Right. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yep. Uh, Technically, it's volume 2, but I can't. Black Panther. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but Black Panther. Uh, then we're going to go with... Uh... Uh, you're running out of time. Nope. Uh, then we're going to go with... Uh... Oh! Sorry, oh, Infinity War. Sorry, <laughs> you took too long. <laughs> you took too long, man. <laughs> it wasn't ten seconds. It was ten seconds. I saw it. It was ten seconds. <laughs> man. So again, that's another point lost. So you got to be quick on the snap. It's not all about going high. It's about being able to actually name them. Yeah. Once I got to fifteen, I was like, man, I'm gonna be struggling to remember these on the snap. No, I had seventeen, but. I was about to confuse one. (laughs) And you don't want to do that. That was going to mess you up. Oh, it was just Infinity War, Endgame. There was was Thor. There was Thor uh, um, 2. There was Thor Ragnarok. There was... I'm glad you didn't say Thor (laughs) 3. Yeah, that uh, that one, I I don't know if I would have gave a (laughs) 3. No, Thor Ragnarok. Uh, Then there was... uh, But, I mean, he did say Captain America 2. So, I guess that's fine. No, he said Captain America is Civil War. Yes, yeah, it's Civil War, and I said Winter mm-hmm. Soldier. Oh, no, you did. And yeah, he said right. Winter Soldier, yeah. Okay, I mean, there's one more left. Jeff is to start. Uh, I think Blue has four points to Jeff's one point. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's three because we didn't count that third one. All right, so, yeah, we'll just knock that one out. So, yeah, three to Jeff's one, but either way, Jeff is lost. Mm-hmm. I feel like I was set up on the Game Boy one. I, I felt like 
we didn't have clear cut rules. That's not true. No, I mean it didn't have Game Boy. Yeah, at no point did so anyone say that we didn't 3DS say it was a Game Boy. Name, but the 3DS. But Nintendo themselves, Nintendo themselves called like, it the third pillar when they came out with it. They said we have the Game Boy, we have the, we have the GameCube, and we have the DS. They said it was a third pillar, and then it just stopped making Game Boy. I would explain it. I would say games systems handheld that contained the Game Boy within the name. Excluding 3DS. No, you don't exclude that. Because that's not in the name. The Game Boy was never in the name. up on his bowling alley. (laughs) The 3DS (laughs) is the evolution. Nope, but it was never called a Game Boy. Cool story. Just like humans are the evolution of. So is a a virtual boy a Game Boy? (laughs) I'm not saying it is, but I'm saying during the explanation, I would have said that. Nah, you lost it. It would have been Game Boy within the name. But you lost it. We're going to or modifications to the game board. Anyhow, hey. the last question was going to be, before Jeff lost already, <laughs> the last question was going to be, there are 97 Mortal Kombat characters. <laughs> Bro. How many of the 97 Mortal Kombat characters could you actually name? Jeff, what are you going to wager? Oh, uh, I can do 13. <laughs> Jeff has gone to 13 Mortal Kombat Bro, characters. You go high. And you mess up often too. <laughs> right, like he's not learning a lesson, bro. I didn't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? That's I'm gonna start with three. Um, you said thirteen. Thirteen. Because if you make mistakes, here's the thing: I knew you these things, but I kind of slipped up during them. So that's so, and that's fun. that's what you call a mistake. <laughs> yeah. That's what a mistake is. Do a mistake. I do fourteen. I do. 14. Blue's going to go fourteen. Jeff, what you got? Uh, I'll let him go with 14. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, <gasps> I just wanted to make it interesting. Um, Blue, you got 14 Mortal Kombat characters on deck. What you got? Ermac. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mostly because Jeff is not in the- <laughs> Remember, you got to answer within 10 seconds. Oh, uh, Collector. Okay. Johnny Cage. Mm-hmm. Sonya. Jax. Jackie. Um. Oh my gosh, Kotal Kahn. Okay. Ferator. Ferator. Uh, <laughs> and Tor. Oh. Okay. Gotcha. You didn't say and. You just said Ferator. I'm sorry. Ferator. So that we're at ten right now, right? Okay. Yep. Keep going. Okay. Um. Triborg. Alien. No more. Alien. As in Mortal Kombat Ten. You mean like DLC the DLC characters? character? That doesn't count. They're in the Mortal Kombat game. I said Mortal Kombat characters, not it's char- a character that I play on Mortal Kombat. No, 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 no. That does not count. Right. You know I'll that doesn't count. Okay. Oh, you're going to say Freddy Krueger next? See, you don't like the exclusions of the rules, do you? No, I'm sorry. That should be self-explanatory. I said Mortal Kombat characters. Yeah, so a character in a Mortal Kombat game. So Ezio Auditory is a Soul Calibur character? Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> Come on, now that's BS. Right. You can, guys, chime in, chime in in the chat. I want to know how y'all feel about this because that sounds that's nonsense to me. I'm not gonna accept that. Hey, no, it's fine. It's fine. So, so Master Chief is a dead or alive character. Yeah. Yes, for now. <laughs> <laughs> so is Yoda? He's a Soul Caliber. Right. Yeah. Yoda. Yoda's a Soul Caliber. Our Soul Caliber character. Yeah. Get out of here. That is that. A- <laughs> hey, Jeff, you got the point, fam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so even so even with uh that loss of point blue wins three to two 
I think it came out as, right? I don't one. know. Blue one. He's the winner this go round. Uh, Jeff won trivia last time, so you guys are kind of even in terms of the the games we've played so far. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully, um, <laughs> yeah, we'll see what. Destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see um, what comes up in the future. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Hope you guys thought it was fun. Um, that's gonna do it for episode nine of the BBET Gamescast. Um, Blue, where can people find you on the internet? On the interwebs, you can find me on Mixer at uh, Mixer.com slash BlueBones, B-L-U-B-0, N-E-S-X-B, as an Xbox. And um, on Facebook, search Play with Blue Bones. I got a website coming out um, probably later this week. So look out for that on uh, on those platforms. I'll be pushing that, too. Awesome. Um, yeah, that's me. Jeff, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Mixer at Superman Jeff Twelve, and you can find me on Facebook at Superman Jeff Plays. So definitely check us out there, and make sure you check out. Obviously, hit the like button at the bottom, and hit the subscription so you get that notification when we uh, post our podcast. Yep, 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 yep. You can find me at Sigma Gears Nine on pretty much everything on the internet. Uh, on my Facebook page, Sigma and Son, where you can see my content with my son Starboy, <clears throat> um, as well as you know our Mixer streams. All the links go out there. Uh, check our Twitter as well. Um, like Jeff said, hit the YouTube, BBET Gaming. Check the podcast services for all these when they go up. Search for the BBET Gamescast. Um, yep. Check The Escapist on YouTube as well as the website uh, because my reviews go up on their YouTube channel. I've moved over from Gaming Mandary to Escapist if I haven't mentioned that already. So definitely check that stuff. Uh, my latest review, I believe, is... Uh, I actually have forgotten what it was the last game <laughs> I reviewed. That's how much work I've been doing. It's just churning them out. But my next game, Vane, uh, should be up probably by the time this podcast goes up. So definitely yeah. go there, check that out. Subscribe to that channel, subscribe to our channel, subscribe to everything we do. Help us, support us. We love you guys for doing so. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks to my co host for participating. That's going to be it. Peace. They ain't never seen no one better. Spooks me, geese, spike me. How I flip the script, the shit legit. Feel like I hit a lick, the top spot, shit high like I lit the dick of mine.